Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Bye. Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You're now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. I don't know if the Queen showed up. Hello. I once had love and a lift, is what we call it. We don't have elevators, we have lifts. Featuring Panama Ted, imported from Panama. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Rihanna Ray on traffic. Five minute delay. And a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. To reach around the guy. <laughs> you gotta squat and be ready. <laughs> Balls on his chest. <laughs> Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Big program today on campus. All the news and notes you need. Coming up at 448. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour. He has been waiting seven days. Seven whole days to tell us about his encounter with Jerry Jones in Dallas. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> and you know what? As much crap as I give Rimmer sometimes, I may find that conversation more enjoyable than talking about this hockey team. Oh, I don't really want to get into much of that right now. Well, they made a game of it last night, though. That's what sure, I was told. Sure, well, they, they made a game of it. They completely embarrassed themselves, and they came back in the third period and made it somewhat respectable. That's fine. Here's what aggravates me about the Columbus Blue Jackets. There are teams that aren't going to make the playoffs that you you know have flaws, but are still fun to watch on some level. This team is not that. You can make a case earlier in the season they were. They were more fun, yes. But you're, you're talking about, you know, this this especially recent stretch on the road. In that game against San Jose the other night at home, even though they won the game, you still had large stretches of that hockey game where it looked like they didn't even belong on the same ice. Yeah, well, there's a few things that bug me about this team, and one is... I mean, A, you cannot get off to a star like that and give up three goals. That's no that's, good. That's par for the course now. I know. Because every you, single game now, they're going out there and just crapping themselves in the first period. Can't do that. Can't give up a goal right towards the end of a period, which they are. They, they love to do that. And, and you saw that even in the win against San Jose, right? Where they had one with like two and a half seconds left to go in the period. How about this stat, though? Jackets, uh, in their previous five road games have been outscored 23 to 9. Not going to get it done. You you no, cannot not going to get it done. <laughs> you cannot and, and they're much better at home. I don't know what it is other than the fact that obviously the fans being there is great and having the support of Columbus is awesome, but you got to find a way to generate similar type of offense that you do at home on the road. And I don't know why there's that disparity right now, but it certainly exists. So that was uh, that was the game last night. Lose to Toronto. They made something of it. Whatever. They, they continue with this road trip. They better figure something out faster. They're going to lose all these games. Buckeye Hoops in action with Towson tonight. 9 o'clock start for some reason. Catch all the action right here on the fan. I love how, you know, we, we get the reports that Gene Smith will, when he's got back-to-back night games scheduled. We heard it this year. Yeah. Back-to-back night games. Nebraska's still on the schedule. 
Nebraska always a schedule, wants to schedule the Buckeyes as a night game. We hear the stories about Gene Smith gets on the phone with the Big Ten and says, hey, no more night games. Right. And the Big Ten apparently says, oh, okay, sir. No problem. No more night games for you. But Gene can't get on the phone and say, hey, Towson, 9 o'clock, not happening? Right. That doesn't... Why? So we can accommodate ESPNU? I have I have no idea, man. All I know is this. the I, I hope this is not much of a game. I was talking to Timmy Hall before the show, and uh, he'll have more of this on the Buckeye show, but apparently the Holt man was kind of, you know, talking about Towson and saying how this is one of the better mid-major type teams you're going to find out there. And yeah, I'm I'm quite sure they're going to be a frisky team looking to come in here and pull the upset. But the the thing that would bug me is if this Ohio State team comes out sluggish in part because of that, in part because it's 9 p.m. And I'm, I'm just going to guess here. I don't know for sure. It's not going to be quite the same crowd you had for 9 p.m. No, Duke. No, no. So that's... Those are all factors, right? I mean, those are all going to be things that make it a little difficult for a college basketball player to be up and be ready. That's what you're supposed to do, but we can all acknowledge playing against Duke and playing against Towson are two different things. So Towson's going to be coming in here like they are playing Duke. They're going to be up for this game like anybody would coming in to try to pull an upset, but Ohio State's got to match that level of intensity. So I could see it getting a sluggish start for Ohio State. I hope I'm wrong. Hope they prove me wrong, but... Yeah, 9 p.m., late night. Coverage starts at 8 tonight. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. Uh, a couple Buckeye tidbits for you. Garrett Wilson had an autograph signing on Monday, and I saw that he was speaking to 11 Warriors, and he was asked about playing in the Rose Bowl, and he said, I haven't decided yet. i got to figure that out. i got to figure out what's best for my family. I'm paraphrasing, but that's what he had to say. And You and I have talked about this before, and I know it gets some people hot, but I understand... If a guy like Garrett Wilson, who is, you know, trying to figure out where he's going to go in the draft and what he has to do to improve his draft stock and play on Sundays, if he decides that playing in the Rose Bowl against Utah is not the right call for him, I get it. I understand it. Doesn't mean as a Buckeye fan, I'm not disappointed with it. I mean, I'd like all these guys to go out there and play and be at full strength, but there's more to it, and I understand it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe you don't feel this way, but I, I look at it from this standpoint. If if you're working at a job you hate and you've applied for a job you love, it's a dream job, something you've always wanted to do, something you went to school for, and then the dream job place calls and says, we've looked at your resume, we, we, we had your interview, it was all great. We want to hire you. You've got the job. I can understand someone saying, like, hang up the phone, walk into their boss's office and be like, I'm out. Sorry, no two weeks for you. I got to go. Is that the best way to handle it? No, but I can understand somebody who's just thrilled to now be having the new next opportunity. They don't even want to think about where they are anymore. They want to move on. Not that playing at Ohio State's not a good gig. It obviously is, but the goal for every player that comes to Ohio State or most every player that comes to Ohio State is to get to the NFL. So if the NFL is knocking and the only thing standing between you and that gig is the chance of getting hurt for for a Rose Bowl, even though the Rose Bowl, yes, is a prestigious event. I'm sorry. It's not worth millions of dollars to a person. It's, it's, it's worth a lot in millions and millions of dollars to fan bases and to college football in general and all that. But to one person, no. If you've got millions sitting on the other side of that, you tear up your knee or, or something, whatever, that, that could hinder your chance to make those millions of dollars. I wouldn't risk it. Marcus Freeman, 
is the new head coach over at Notre Dame, and I saw that he wrote a thing in the Players' Tribune, which I forget exists sometimes. You know, when that first launch, that was such a big deal. And once in a while, an interesting piece will pop up on there. And I was reading, you know, he wrote a letter to Notre Dame fans. And essentially, it was a love letter, and I'm so grateful, and all this other stuff. But an interesting little tidbit in there that, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily a big deal. But Marcus Freeman, of course, played here, played for Jim Tressel said that he had an opportunity coming out of high school to you know, either go to Notre Dame or go to Ohio State. And he pretty much said he made a mistake yeah. coming to play college football at Ohio State. Again, dude, he's the head coach at Notre Dame. What's he going to say? I get it. I understand it. But you don't hear a lot of guys say, I made a mistake coming to Ohio State. It's interesting timing, too simply because these two teams open up the season with each other next year. And if you don't think that's going to be a topic of conversation, you haven't been around the block many times. Yeah. Because it will. I mean, the reality is (laughs) you have an immense opportunity sitting in front of you, and Marcus Freeman is getting a chance to be the head coach at, what is he, 35? Of a ridiculously historic program. Is Notre Dame what they once were in, in football? No, but are they still a very prestigious program for someone under 40 to get that job and to be considered for it? Yeah, that is a really big accomplishment. I'm not, I don't know if it's worth retconning your entire history all over that, but whatever he's there now, he's saying what he has to, to be the head coach there. I'm not, I, again, I'm not saying I would do it, but I get why he is. Uh, what else do I have for you? Oh, I have this for you. Okay. Zion Williamson. Look, I am uh, I am far from the NBA expert on this show, but you and I are an expert in fat. Oh, very much so. I saw a report on ESPN that Zion Williamson is 330 pounds. Buddy. <laughs> Buddy. Now, he's dealing with the foot, right? So that's well, an issue. Yeah, but the point is, look, you or I hurt, your, hurt a foot. We might pack on a few more LBs. That's going to happen because, I don't know. We're just a not we're, gym we're rats. and not athletes. Yeah, we're not athletes. We're, we're not, not professional gym rats. athletes that have you know uh, chefs that cook for us well, and trainers and things say, like that. Zion Williamson has access to every zero gravity weightless training, running in a pool on a treadmill, whatever, like everything you can do to rehab and and stay in shape while not being able to use your foot or while not being able to put a ton of weight on your foot or all the other things. Sure. That's he's got every chance to do that. It would be a major concern as much as I'm not here to fat shame anybody. It would be a major concern when you're getting paid millions of dollars to stay in shape. And that's not happening right now. No, 330 pounds. I mean, Shaq played at 330. Well, yeah. And, and Shaq Zion, is half a foot taller than he is. And plays a different six, position. Six. That's it was always a thick guy. Yeah, but right. There like, were always weight concerns about him, but three th- when, the, the ideal weight for him is 260, 270. When LeBron was at like freight train levels of bulk, he has since slimmed down as an older player. He has realized I cannot carry this weight and be, you know, 35, 36, well, 38 he, years old. He was old. having back problems too, All which that, I'm sure yeah. it helps with the lower weight. Sure. But at his like freight train, LeBron, peak LeBron, whatever you want to say, what was he, 275? 280 and he's 6'8. And that is again all like that's that's all muscle. That's as little body fat as you can have. And he was just a a beast, a monster. He was crazy. This is not what we're talking about with Zion. This is 
This is a problem when part of your issue is your injury history. And if you're going to be a heavier player, there's a chance you're going to have increased risk of injury. I, I, I thought there could be that risk when he was in college, right? When you saw his like shoe explode and you think, well, that's what it's doing to the outside shoe leather. What's happening inside to his ligaments. And there's reasonable concern there, but now like, trying to get back into shape. I don't know how you can lose the pounds that he would have to, to be able to be effective, whatever his foot heals. Let's say his foot's good by January 1st. I'm not saying that it is, but if it were, what's like, you're not going to be down to playing weight by then. If this report is true, that he's 330 pounds. That's it's coming from ESPN too. Not just some random right. guy on the internet. It's it doesn't not, mean that they're right either, but. And the weight thing in basketball, like, remember how we've seen those pictures of James Harden where people are like, look at James Harden. He's put on some weight. And and he has, but then he finds a way to show up and play and be good. But he, th- th- we're talking a couple pounds here or there with him. We're not talking about what Zion's at right now. I mean, that would be 50 pounds easy over what he's supposed to weigh for playing basketball. And this is middle of the season. Obviously, he hasn't been playing, but... That is a big concern for the Pelicans. Dabo Swinney says college football is not in a good place. Details coming up next. Common Man T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing delays on James Road at Scottwood Road. It is causing slowdowns in this area. Please be careful in the meantime. You'll also find delays on I-71 Southland between 670 and East Broad Street. Starving Report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Festivals, football, the great outdoors. Some people say fall is the best time of year. May also be a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. No college education and it shows. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. So glad you've tuned in. Three hours a day, every single day. Tell your friends. Do it. So we have QVC on in here, as we always do. Mm-hmm. And they have a food show on where they're, you know, eating a bunch of food. And I've always wondered this. You know, he, these shifts are like four hours long. You're sitting there with all that food. And hey, they're eating food every single presentation. They switch a food and they're having more food and you're mixing foods. At no point in this four-hour show does anybody just have to colon blow and take a crap? <laughs> what do you do? Do they have a poop bag, like, under the desk Maybe. that we can't see? That's actually right. That's uh, There's, like, Joe Buck told the story where he had to use the bathroom in a trash can during an NFL game because it was too far to get to the bathroom during a commercial break. Maybe that's what they have here is just someone under there with a trash can waiting for them to go. But this must have been a problem at some point during the history of QVC. There must have been a host in the middle of the show that said, I'm sorry, I can't wait. 
I got to go. Right. And what do they do? That was on coffee and burrito day. They were like, uh oh, it's we're a half hour in and I don't know. I drank three well, you know, gallons of coffee a and ate two burritos. They're selling the Keurig machines. They're drinking coffee right there. Well, that's it. Right. I'm saying, I like right now, what do we have? Like chocolate covered you know, pecan turtles. turtle yeah, things. Yeah. Pecan. I got a crap just looking at them. Right. I don't know. But I have not seen the uh, the person on the screen there. I have not seen her eat anything yet. Right. Like I, no, she had a bite of it. At oh, the, she did. Yeah, okay. She did. She had a bite. She had a crab cake for the last product. Oh, crab cake. All now right. she's having a piece of chocolate. Now she'll come back for the next thing and have a bagel. Now, to be fair, if this was you or I hosting this show, it would be a problem because we would not say like, "Oh, I'm going to have a little bite of this. Oh, it's so delicious. Mm, going to savor eat the that entire for thing." We would have eaten a whole tin and of then these. Zion Williamson would come in and go. <laughs> And then eat everything inside. By the way, uh, I respect him for being hungry. I understand I am hungry too, but one of us is paid to not be hungry. Or at least to find a way to not put on, supposedly be over 330 pounds. That's that's not great. Uh, Dabo Swinney's going to tell us how it is. He says that college football is broken. He says college football is not in a good place for a lot of reasons. There's a lot of change going on. I think some unintended consequences with that. At the end of the day, we'll figure it out as we move forward for sure. There's a lot of things in college football right now that I think we'll look back on four or five years from now, and hopefully things will settle down a bit. A lot of this has to do with him talking about transfers, transfer portal, name, image, and likeness, all of that. And look, there are big changes there. I'm not saying that all those changes are good because I I don't think that's true in anything, you know, where every aspect of everything is good. But, you know, it's been a long time where these guys have not had any flexibility about transferring where they play. They have not been able to make any money, at least over the table. And so things are a little bit of a free-for-all now. I get it. And maybe it'll settle down where there's not so much movement and you won't have guys transferring schools just to get paydays in NIL. Well, but... yeah. If we're going to talk about the system being broken, maybe we should start with those coaching salaries. Does Dabo have like a hundred million dollar coaching salary? Yeah, he's, oh, wait, he's he compensated yes, pretty right. handsomely. Mm-hmm. And if, okay. you know, he's done a lot in this business. And if he decided he wanted to make a statement, we, we say this sometimes with the players where we'd read stories saying, yeah, we almost didn't play in that NCAA tournament game. It's like, yeah, but then you did. Sure. If you really want to make a statement, there's some personal sacrifice that comes along with that. Dabo Swinney can do it. He can make that statement if he wants to. He chooses not to. But it's not. But that's the other part of it. You know, even those players who over the years have said, oh, man, the, the system is bad and it needs to be fixed and we should strike during the NCAA tournament or sit out of a the whole team should sit out of this big, important game. That is still players trying to say we don't get anything close to what we should and so we're going to make a statement to not just for our sake but for everyone else who's in the same boat Dabo on the other hand helped build the system by and nothing wrong with this either they offer you a hundred million dollars I'm not saying you're a bad guy for taking it far from it what you don't get to do then is say this is absurd. No one should be doing this. You can't go rail about how oh, Christmas doesn't have the same meaning that it used to. It's all corporate now. As you walk out of a big box store with two carts full of gifts. On like, Black Friday. That's you. <laughs> You're in the mix. You're helping with that. Now, we can all say the system is 
it, it has its problems, and I am someone who believes it's not going to be great for college football if college football coaching salaries continue to skyrocket. That is where you need to look, Dabo, not at your players being able to get some extra money. And by the way, if players are making $10 million a year for their services, what does that tell you? That tells you that it's valuable to someone. It tells you there's a value associated with it. And unless you're willing to walk away from your millions, you can't ask the players to walk away from their millions. No, and, and guys like Dabo bother me because, you know, he's always out there saying, well, what, what, what can we do about this? Like, what, what can you do about this? You're one of the biggest voices in the sport. Right, you can take the first step. But he chooses not to. Well, and he I bitches and moans about it. To be fair, I can't believe I'm going to say this. To be fair to Dabo, there's no, there's no good in unilateral disarmament, right? Or disarm, disarming, disarmament. Eh, Whatever. Go with it. Let's yeah. go. Like there, you do that, but no, everyone else is like, cool, more money for us, great. And then they all go and double the salaries they were making. He alone can't make that change. But what he can do is go to the NCAA and go to these schools and go everywhere else that he can. And say, guys, yes, I do make $100 million. I think this system is broken. And I think by the time my contract is up, I would like to see this system changed. But if if it's just me and a handful of coaches saying we're no longer going to take this money, that's not going to fix the problem. We have to invest. If he wasn't also, these students are out of control with all their demands, guy, which he is. He has been that way for years. He was very much against name, image, and likeness, any of that stuff, until he realized it would hurt recruiting, and then he suddenly changed his tune. If you weren't that guy even, I'd be more willing to listen. But you have never been the person saying the system's broken when the system was giving you the big fat check. Right. He initially said, well, you know, this name, image, and likeness stuff, maybe if we tied it to grades and graduation rates, that's how these guys get paid. And it's like, you know, all right. Why don't you take $50 million a year salary and come up with some sort of general fund where you you can do that when guys graduate? Sure. You can you can set something up for those guys. It's like, oh, I got honor roll guy and graduation guy and four-year starter for me. He qualifies for my post-playing career financial aid system I've set up. You can do that if you sure want, can. Dabo. Yeah. And I don't I don't discount for a moment that there are boosters out there who will pay, may already be happening. We'll talk about that more later. There are already boosters out there probably paying, I'll give you $5 million to transfer to my school. Come on, let's go. There, that, I'm sure that will happen. And the answer is not, oh, that's evil and bad. That's, how is that any different than a rich guy who owns an NFL team saying, I'll pay you $5 million, come play for me? Like that, that is the same system. It's just one of them has been vilified for years because it's amateurism. Amateurism that pays the coaches, the administrators, everyone around it, millions of dollars. They all benefit off of it. The players were not allowed to engage in it. Now that they are, suddenly everyone's got a problem, and woe is college football. Let's all calm down about that, unless everyone's going to back away from the pile of money. Ryan Day got himself a new defensive coordinator yesterday. He may have gotten himself some help with a player in the secondary. We'll tell you about that coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still causing slowdowns on James Road at Scottwood Road. Traffic is still delayed in this area as they try to get things cleaned up. You'll also find delays on I-71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. And Napa, when it comes to serving you, their motor never quits. From next day delivery to curbside pickup to getting involved with local communities to get the parts you need when you need them, that's Napa know-how. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Common Man here for Care, Heating, and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Coming up in the 4 o'clock hour, we have more WWE Raw tickets to give away. Be listening to win... Right now, T-Bone wants to talk to you about water. That's right. You don't want hard water in your house. That's problem water. That's not good water. You want the good water that is soft, clean, worry-free. That water comes from the equipment that you can get in your house with Kinetico. Right? It's the same water. They just treat it, get all the funk out of it, and put in the good stuff that allows the water to be great. And I'll tell you, Mike, because you know you have to occasionally... Add there's there's you know the the salt pellets you put into the water softener that's part of how this works right so occasionally I have forgotten to change it over Uh-oh. in time and then what happens razor well, blades come out of the faucet no I'm not kidding you I have become so used to the Connecticut water that when I'm standing in the shower I'm suddenly like sitting there going uh oh what is what ha- what happened why this doesn't feel right you can literally. Feel the change. You can feel the difference with Kinetico. Blood. That's right. Everywhere. It's hard water, man. It's cutting me up. So then I have to go down there naked, by the way. I never do it clothed. Naked, I go down and dump in more of the Kinetico salt, and I get it all fixed, and we're back to in business. This is the point. If you want soft water in your house, Kinetico is the option. It's the best way to go. It's what I have in my house. Your whole family will love it. KineticoColumbus.com is where you go to find out more, and you can get an additional $200 off any new equipment purchase if you mention that you want the T-Bone deal, if you tell them you want the naked T-Bone deal, mm, it is nothing yes. extra. You get no more, but you can also say you want the naked T-Bone deal, I guess, and you'll still get $200 off any new equipment purchased from Connecticut. Remember, uh Remember last year when a guy named Quinn Ewers decided to reclassify, skip over his senior season of high school you mean, and come into Ohio State? You mean five months ago last year? Yeah. But that too, right? You Same know thing. what I mean. Yeah, before the season in right. August. Yes, yes, before the season. <laughs> so Quinn Ewers did that. Spent four months in the program, and then hightailed it out of here. Well, we have another reclassification. Five star safety Sonny Styles from the 2023 class. He is reclassifying. He's going to be in the 2022 class. He is rated as the nation's number six player in 2023. The top safety in the class. He committed to the Buckeyes just hours before they beat Purdue, 59-31 at home. So, look, I don't know if he's going to play, get any playing time next year, but he certainly sees the value in reclassifying and coming in a year early. Well, quarterback is probably the worst position you could reclassify in, right? Because no team is going to be out there unless there's just something shocking happening. Most teams are not going to have an opening at the quarterback position if you decide to come a year early, right? There's already going to be a hierarchy. There's going to be guys who you can learn behind. But even if you reclassify in this time of the year and join in, I'm presuming he'll be here in January, right? That's probably the goal is to be here as early as possible. Maybe I'm wrong. Yes. 
That's still, man, that's crazy to think of because that means he would be leaving school halfway through his junior year. <laughs> Maybe he will wait to the summer. I don't know. Either way, the point is this. If no, he, he'll, he'll join the team in the summer. Oh, it does say in the summer. Yeah, he'll okay. graduate in the spring, join the team in the summer. Well, you could still, though, find ways to, I'm sure he can sit down with his coaches and watch what the Buckeyes do, learn some of the things that he's going to be needing to learn when he gets here. And in the summer, he'll be here for the full camp. He at least can start out learning that stuff. Will he be ready to play in the first game? No, probably not. But he has a chance if he works it out through the season, maybe because there's a rotation, there's more than one safety on the field usually, Maybe there's a chance he finds his way into that rotation by the end of the year. That could be possible, and that's just something you can't do when you're a quarterback. That's one of the few positions where that's hard to do. The thing that I think is interesting about him, he's 6'4", 215. So, you know, he's going to come in early. He's going to work with Coach Mick. He has said in the past he doesn't care where he plays. If they want to put him at linebacker, then put me at linebacker. They want me to rush the passer, then I'll rush the passer. You know, He's six, at six four two fifteen. If he keeps growing a little bit more, he, it's going to be hard to put him at safety anyway, right? Well, I mean, that's that's what I mean. You know, his future could be at the linebacker position. We've said for a while, where are these special guys? Yeah, you know, it used to be every single recruiting class you would find some sort of gem, even if they weren't going to be first round picks. They were very serviceable, good linebackers. We have not had that in a while. And so, look, we talk all the time that you can't count on recruiting. And maybe Sonny Styles turns out to be nothing when it's all said and done. But I'm excited about his measurables and his desire to come in and not be married to one particular position. Right. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's cool to see, and I hope that it works out for him. I mean, he's a five-star guy, so obviously, you know, the talent's there. Number, and- number six player in the country. Right. Regardless of position. Well, and and he's got the lineage too, right? Because he's Lorenzo Styles' son. That's right. My guy going back in the day. So I want to say there's three corners in this class too coming in. Oh, and, yeah. And again, because wasn't that the reason they didn't go after Eli Ricks? I think you're right. In the yes, portal because they didn't right. want to piss off the corners that were in the 2022 class. And look, that's not to say these guys are going to come in and have an immediate impact, but. You've already got Beyonce Knowles' dad, Jim Knowles, coming in to be the new defensive coordinator. You've got some fresh blood coming in now. What will that do next season? I don't know. But if you're a Buckeye fan, you have to be excited about where the defense is headed. I know we've said this a few different ways, but just to be clear, he's coming in in the summer. He will not be here. and Like, he's going to sign, it sounds like. You know, I, I said that. In December. Okay, well then, yeah. yeah. I said. So he's coming in early, and Coach Mick's going to work with him, too. So I was just double-checking here to make sure we got that all out so right. So graduate in the spring and yeah. join the team right. in the summer. There we go. But so. unlike Quinn Ewers, I'm sure he won't be here in mid-August right. ready That's, to go. Yes, of He'll course. He'll be on campus much earlier than that. Right. So good. This is this is all good things for me. I, I am very excited about him coming here, and I hope that he, I hope he has... You know, the ability that we've seen from what it looks like in high school he could do, what all the recruiting services say he can do. Let's hope he's that guy. But I'm always rooting for the uh, the the sons of former Buckeyes to come in here and play well. So I'll have an extra special little interest in how he does in this team. Speaking of Quinn Ewers, I saw this on 11 Warriors that, you know, Quinn Ewers hasn't decided where he's going to go. But word is it's someplace back in Texas where he's from. And they they retweeted some guy Jeff Ketchum. Okay. And he tweeted, I guess he he knows things. 
He says, word on the street is that first-round draft pick NIL money is on the table for Quinn Ewers if he chooses Texas as his transfer destination. The weaponization of the NIL front is fully underway. Now, I don't know what first-round draft pick level NIL money means, but, I mean, if we're talking about guaranteed money for a first-round pick, I mean, they brought this up. Last year's number 32 overall pick has a contract over four years, $11.1 million, and his signing bonus was $5.5 million. Yeah. I find, look, even even for a, a player of Quinn Ewers' stature, or perceived stature, I have no doubt he can make some money. I don't think for a second he's going to be earning $15 million in NIL money. No, maybe what they mean is if you were a, you know, your first-round talent in college... And some of those talents have gotten name, image, and likeness money before being drafted, right? Like, you would assume Bryce Young's probably going to be a, a first-round talent when he's able to come out. Right. And he's reportedly gotten multi-million dollar endorsement deals being at Alabama. Perhaps that's what they're talking about is just he would be getting that type of money right, that makes without, more sense. without doing anything yet on a field but he already, if I mean, if some of those numbers we heard before he even signed were true, he's already getting into that category. All I know is this, man. Let's say someone is giving him $11 million to go to Texas. Well, you better hope it works out, number one, that guy, whoever, or that gal, whoever's paying that money. But number two, I cannot see that being the sustainable thing that occurs. But if it does, then whatever. It's not my call. I didn't also decide, by the way, how much Justin Bieber got paid for his first album, but he got paid a lot of money. We didn't all go out in the streets and protest that, did we? No. We just said, wow, that's crazy. This 17-year-old who was on YouTube got hired and Drake likes him, and now he's this phenomenon. Okay. Sometimes young people who are talented make a lot of money. I don't know what to tell you. If that offends you, don't live in, I guess, the entertainment world, and let alone sports, because it's been happening for years. Tiger is back. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from James Road at Scottwood Road. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. And plan on some slowdowns on Westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey, the Big Ten TV Toy Drive is here. It supports the Salvation Army's Christmas cheer program. Not every family can provide gifts for their little ones, but you can do something about that. Stop by the fan and 10 TV studios 
tomorrow between 7 a.m. and 6.30 p.m. and greet 10 TV anchors and fan personalities while you drop off your toys. For more information, visit 971thefan.com. You may see me, right? We have little windows to our studio that overlooks the drop-off site. I'm thinking about pressing my breasts up against the glass. Mm, that would be very welcome. And showing you my nipple piercings. What a great way to start off your, uh, or maybe you're already in your holiday season, but nothing says happy holidays. Drop like, man breasts. That's right. Well, I was thinking dropping off toys, but that too. Sure. Get both. Uh, we got some news on the Ohio gambling front today. Yeah, I see this from a bunch of different people tweeting it that all appear to have journalistic credibility, so we'll go with it. Uh, the Ohio Senate has voted 31 to 1 to approve a compromise bill legalizing sports betting that was hashed out with the Ohio House. Uh, they'll they'll approve that in the House, too, it sounds like, because it was a compromise bill. And then basically it's now going to the governor to sign it. The interesting little tidbit here, because we had seen a report last week that said 2023. That's when this will be starting in 2023. There have been a few senators and other representatives since then who said it can't start any later than January 1, 2023. But the preference appears to be to get this done, like not just have the bill signed, but to have it enacted and allowed on some universal date for all the different parties that are going to do this. And that date hopefully will be sometime sooner than the last day of 2022. Yeah, I would assume the preference is to make money as soon as humanly possible. We've said it. Once the, all this stuff gets signed, they've been working on this forever. How they don't have the logistics worked out, I have no idea. All of these companies, FanDuel, DraftKings, Barstool, they all have apps ready to go. They can probably have them ready to go in 24 hours oh, to start taking bets from people let, in the state. Be, let's be clear. If you go to Indiana... The app, like right now, you can go download any of these apps that allow for online gaming. You can go download those, those right now. And, and then when you go to make a bet, it'll say, oh, you're in Ohio. You can't do that. You can see all the bets. You can look at the app. All you have to do, though, is if you're in Indiana, Indiana somewhere or Michigan or one of these other states, it'll just sense. It'll see where you are and go, oh, never mind. You're here now. Cool. And then it'll open all that up. You click a button and you can. I've done it. I'm going to do it in a couple weeks. I'm going to head up to Detroit to go watch a basketball game because it was either that or go to a Cavs game. And I thought, well, Detroit has sports betting. So are you stopping to see Leanna? I don't know. I haven't talked to her about maybe it. Maybe get some stuffed pizza. I may go. I may go to Tanya's if it's, you well, know, I mean, maybe she'll be there. If why don't you call her and ask her to meet you there? If Tanya's is within three blocks of where the Pistons game is, then I may go. But otherwise, I'm not. Come on. Our friends, the Hollywood Casino would have a sports book erected in two weeks. Oh, they'd be no working doubt. night and day. It would look like it, it took them two years to make it. They would be ready to go. Trust well, me. All these, all these different entities that are going to be involved in this, most of them, if not all of them, have ownership groups that are larger than just that one location. Exactly. They are in other states, and in those other states, they have sports books. So I don't think... This is not like, oh, no, we don't know how to do this. I mean, it's everyone who's involved in this knows how to do it. So it's just getting the green light and everybody. It's more probably about, honestly, the stuff from the government side. Government side wanting to say, we need to make sure we know how to safeguard this, track it, make sure we are getting the revenues, all that stuff. Well, it's a good thing there's other states doing this. 
Exactly right. There's So the hope is this. I'm glad to see that, A, this is getting passed, it looks like, but also that the provision was not, it will start in 2023. It's the provision that says sooner than 2023. All right, good. So let's hope it's much sooner. Tiger Woods is back. Today he committed to next week's PNC Championship where he will tee it up with his son, Charlie. December 18th and 19th at the Ritz-Carlton Golf Club in Orlando. 36-hole, two-man scramble. Will be his first tournament of any kind since last year's PNC Championship. It was about 10 months ago that he hurt his leg in the single car accident in Los Angeles where he's talked about where he thought maybe the leg would have to be amputated. Yeah, but he's recovered enough at least to play in this. Now, when it comes to an actual competitive tournament, who the hell knows? But he's playing with his son later this month. Yeah, what Ted? Help me out as far as not being much of a golf fan. What 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 does this event exist as? This just kind of like a fun thing for yes. pro golfers to go do. It has no bearing on actual PGA yeah. anything. Yeah, it's, right? yeah, it's father son competition put on basically I think for TV purposes. Okay, gotcha. Very cool. That's, I mean, good for him. He gets to go and do yeah, that. And but, he did it last year with him. So, all right. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's good to see that he's on track to get back into that. But, yeah, competitive golf, who knows, man? If it's that bad of an injury like they're talking about, I, I, I wonder what that will look like. But we will get to see him on TV at least playing golf again. Are they walking this course? Teddy, do they use carts for this? Um, last year, they, they walked it, but okay. I don't know. You know, I mean, there's no rules in place that he has to walk it so it'll be interesting to see and i'm sure what what he's shooting for is probably the the masters in april i bet that's a lot of what you know a lot of people are looking forward to to see if he makes it back well that'll be a big thing is if he goes out in a cart or if he's out there walking around that would give you some indication right cj stroud with his heisman presser today you will hear from him coming up next common man and t-bone on the fan Fan traffic from the Logan AC and Heath Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find slow traffic on westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Delays expected on I-71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. And more slowdowns on 71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. Five-minute slowdowns in all those areas. Starving Report is sponsored by Buying Tech and Pfizer. Festivals, football, the great outdoors. Some people say fall is the best time of year. May also be a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by Buying Tech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Go to wherever you get your audio. Search Common Man and T-Bone. You will see our cartoon faces pop up. I want you to click subscribe. If you click, click, what? Easy for me to say. Click subscribe. You instantly, instantly win a million dollars. Instantly. (laughs) Goes right into your bank account. Look at that. Courtesy of us. You covering that? You how's win that, a million. Platinum Fox has to know. Oh, I've okay, said it. I see. Okay. Well, you may not win a million dollars, but it's the mm. equivalent. Mm-hmm. Because every single show of ours comes right to your device 
free of charge every day. Actual retail value, one million dollars. Tell me it's not. Right. That's you. I, Tell I don't me know. It's not. It is. We make the prices. Well, have you seen that with? That's how like these giant companies where they'll say this company that has never produced anything is worth you know eighteen billion dollars. And you're like, geez, how'd that happen? And they're like, well, no, actually, because one person spent. Like I don't know, a hundred and eighty million on this company, so that's worth like one. Per- and they bought one percent of the company, so that's what it's worth now. And it's like, well, well, hold on, that's just one dude. So I guess if one person spent a million dollars on our podcast somehow, it's worth a million dollars. There you go. Kristen will do that. Well, she'll go shopping, and she'll come home with something that was very expensive. And again, she makes her own money. Sure. She's free to do what she wants, but she's not free of ridicule from me. And I'll look at the price tag, and I'll say, oh, all right. Guess we're doing this now. Right. Well, look what the original price was. Look how much money I saved. <laughs> like, yeah, but they didn't sell it at the original price. They sold it to an idiot like you at this reduced, air quotes, reduced price. Mm. Right. Well, that's for some cheap fabric. We're giving you hours of entertainment every single day. You can't put a price on that. Yeah, I mean, it's there's a, there's a lot of those tricks in sales, man. You got to be wary because you know they're trying to get you however they can. Before we get to C.J. Stroud, the United Arab Emirates, that's where Dubai is, is switching its weekend to Saturday and Sunday. I, I didn't know that that wasn't their weekend, but it was previously Friday and Saturday. They're saying they're switching it to Saturday and, Saturday and Sunday because it better lines up with international markets. Mm-hmm. It's easier for businesses and things like that. If you if we had to eliminate Saturday and Sunday weekends and you can choose two different days for the weekend, what would you choose? I don't know that it would I mean I, I don't know. I guess like Tuesday, Wednesday because, like for you're just saying me personally, not for the entire everybody else. No, it applies to everyone. Well, then it wouldn't matter, right? Cuz the whole beauty of let's say I had the weekend on Tuesday and Wednesday. And I'm sure some people have that job where they work weekends and then they're like a sales job where you maybe you have to work Saturdays and Sundays, but then you're off Tuesday, Wednesday. The beauty of that is everyone else is at work. So you can go do all the fun stuff they can't do in the middle of the day, probably get a discount on it. No lines for any of that stuff. I'd enjoy that. I'd pick like Tuesday, Wednesday, but if everyone's off on Tuesday and Wednesday, then everything would just switch to those days. We, th- your weekend rates would not apply. All that stuff would change. Just be like, now Tuesday and Wednesday is the new Saturday, Sunday. So I don't know if that would actually matter. All right. Good call. What about you? No, nah, I wasn't listening. I don't care. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you asked the question. I know, but I just wanted you to waste two minutes and you've done <laughs> it. Thank you. So <laughs> what my life has become. I work <laughs> with someone who asks me a question. I earnestly answer it. And he goes, oh, I wasn't listening. I, I, had to, I had to get my CJ Stroud sign uh, sound ready. Oh, okay. And you wasted two minutes and I got it ready. So now I'm ready to go. Great. Thanks. That's why this show's worth a million dollars. <laughs> Gems like that. Uh, C.J. Stroud had a press conference today talking about going to New York and being a Heisman finalist. And, of course, he talked about other things. One of them was losing to Michigan. He did reveal to us that the uh, the flu bug was working its way through the Ohio State roster that Michigan week. Here's what C.J. had to say. It was bad. Like We already knew like throughout the week, like dudes are like, dropping out, missing practice. And- I don't know. It was kind of bad. It was just like, uh, you, it was just a feeling of like the flu. You know what I mean? So I had it my myself, but I'm feeling a lot better now. Uh, I think that you got to go play. Like you don't, no one, no one cares. You know what I'm saying? You know, like uh, they didn't care. We don't care. Like we, I think that you got to go do a job. 
but we fell short. So I mean, I, I even uh, credit my team, my team, even uh, somewhat of myself, for just even going out there and still playing. You know what I mean? We don't we don't quit. We don't shy away. We still went out there and we battled. So even if we can do it again, I would do it again. I don't care. I'll, I'll play with one leg. I don't really mind. I don't really mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, mean, I hope you would mind. Play. I know what he means, but let's chop off his leg. <laughs> see <laughs> see what happens. No, you can't do that. I know what he means, though. And I admire the, the chop willingness off your leg to go out and play. Beat Aiden Hutchinson with it. <laughs> <laughs> out there beating him with a limb. I don't go think, do that. I got to say, I don't think that would have stopped him. That, you think he would have kept going? going that day. I think Aiden Hutchinson would have got there with no matter how many legs you were beating him with. I think he still would have found a way. God, that was such a oh, that was a tough day. It's unfortunate to hear. It's unfortunate to hear that guys weren't feeling their best. But you know that's that's part of it. It happens. It is, and I I don't I don't feel this way. But I've already seen it around you know college football, different big Twitter accounts for college football, people posting like this isn't an excuse, but here's my excuse, and it. I can see how people would read it that way, right? I mean, he was asked an honest question about did that affect the game? And he for the most part said no. He said we went out, we have to job, we have a job to do. We went out and tried to do it, didn't get it done. But yeah, if you're asking did we all have the flu? Did a bunch of us have the flu? Yes, we did. All right. I mean, I'm sure some of that is intended as a shot back to Michigan who last year opted out of the rivalry game due to COVID issues. And maybe that is a little badge of honor that some around the program are saying, well, hey, well, that's, we fought that's through the illness then. we had. That's, look, Michigan had no choice. I don't, I don't buy, I, I don't I buy believe into that. that. I believe that. You I, believe I that. I don't buy into that. Oh, they were ducking us and this and that. They had positive tests. What the hell are they going to do about it? Right. In the middle of a pandemic, I don't, that's what you're supposed to do. They did, they did the right thing. But all I'm saying is mentioning the illness, all that other stuff, you Jordan had his flu game after Jordan won the flu game. You know what I mean? That's that's how that works. If you win the game and it turns out you all fought through the flu, people will care more about that. When you lose a game and then it comes out, oh, that everyone was sick and had the flu, that is very much probably the reality. Probably did affect the game somewhat. But for whatever reason, no one wants to hear that after the game. It, the reason is because it looks like you're making an excuse. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I don't Harbaugh's going to come out and say, I crapped my pants in the second quarter. <laughs> my leg was on fire. <laughs> and we still won the game. Yeah, I don't think, I, I will say, I don't think anybody outside of Jim Harbaugh will win a competition of who's the craziest MFer out there on the field. Like, it will be Jim Harbaugh every single time. Well, yes, I mean, he is crazy, and his leg did catch on fire. Right. During a game this year, and he didn't even notice no, he didn't notice because he's so locked in. One of his guys had to come up to him and say, Coach, you're on fire. Remember the uh, Mike Vrabel quote that we got a couple years ago about winning the Super Bowl? What would you do? Would you be willing to cut off your member? Yeah. And he said in a heartbeat to win a Super Bowl, he would do that. What do you think Jim Harbaugh would be willing to chop off? to like before? I bet he's done it. Well, no one's checked, obviously, but... I bet you he went to some sort of voodoo priestess before the Ohio State game. Mm. If you look now, there's some stitches and scar tissue where his peepee used to be. He doesn't have it. I think prior to this game, he would have taken a lower body amputation. He would have said, just give me the I'm telling the hands you, his penis arms. is no longer there. Now he's got to figure out what to cut off before the Georgia game. He's already cut he's off. Running out he's already areas. cut off his penis. If he's got a huge bandage on his <laughs> nose, 
Like where his nose would have been? Like where is Jim Harbaugh? The game's about to start. And then someone shows up and is like, the aristocrats. And you're like, oh, okay. I guess Jim Harbaugh's doing everything he can. Everybody in Vegas. It's like, oh my God, he's got a bandage on, bandage on his nose. They go put money on Michigan. Guaranteed yeah, oh, to win. Yeah, sure. I think if we had to bet on coaches who would, would Jim Harbaugh cut off his nose to beat Georgia? Not to win the national championship. Just to to win that game. Yes. Yes. And then if he He'd won say, that game. What do I game, need to smell for? Smelling's overrated. Would he chop off an arm to win the national championship? I think championship he would chop off then both ears. Oh, both ears. Both okay. ears would be gone. I don't know if that would be better in recruiting or worse. Because like, on the one hand, you Here's go in and people, I'm willing are, like, to do for people you. are like, oh my gosh, Jim, what happened to you? And it's like, I won a national championship, but this was the price I'll pay. And think about what Take I would do. Take a to- look at where my penis was. <laughs> That this is how committed I am like, to right, winning. That's that's let's let's put all that away. Who wants banana nut bread? Like everybody, they just go back into the kitchen. And then the what, what also house. happens is that he's preserved it in a pickle jar and just slams <laughs> it on the table. <laughs> look at look at it. <laughs> has Jim Harbaugh made any quotes about pickles ever in his life? It's a shame that he if he has, someone should probably play the quote that he's said oh i don't so, have that in front of me i don't know there's two of oh, you here, here it is I, 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 in I, front I, of me it's kind of the way the pickle squirted this year thank yes. you look at it lord I almighty i chopped it off for you i was just waiting thank you sir you can keep that jar son that's for you <laughs> i don't want it can i just come to your school can i can you have this back please vlasic hey that's your pickle all right whatever let him live you know that uh bread and butter even the most disgusting things in life, there are souvenir hunters. Yeah, right? of course. Like, you know, when Abraham Lincoln got shot, people were tearing up pieces of fabric with blood on it, oh. on the chairs, and taking stuff off the walls as souvenirs. It's morbid. It's disgusting. Yes, but people just wanted a piece of history, I guess, at the I time. I guarantee you, if this happened and Jim Harbaugh's penis is floating in a jar right now, and yes. they said, we're going to take a deli slicer and slice this thing ultra oh, thin. Lord. And you can bid. You can bid on a piece of Jim Harbaugh's penis. <laughs> you know that people would be doing that on eBay. You know it. I'm, You'd go into some booster's house and there'd be one little like piece of prosciutto on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and people would be like, what is that? Why do you have kid meat on the wall? Be, you I see that? That's a piece of Jim Harbaugh's penis. I don't think that'd be a recruit's house. Yes, that would have to be like a, a super booster's fan. house. Yeah, I a meant. booster. Okay, I, when I say okay. recruit, I, I, I thought meant you booster. said recruit. Okay, uh, yeah. booster's got a lot of money. Sure. <laughs> Look at that piece of salami I got on the what? wall. I'm just now trying to think of what deli would sign up for that. Would they have to close the deli for the day, or would they? Would people line well, up Michigan's to watch? Got a lot of money. They can buy their own meat slicer. Yeah, but you want a pro doing this. This is delicate material. You don't want to just let anyone do it. Mm-hmm. Are they? <laughs> now nah, I have so many other questions. All right, we'll here's CJ Stroud we'll telling on. us how the Rose Bowl is still a big deal. This is not a, a little time game. It's a big time game. So uh, it's definitely uh, something I, that I that I want to do. Of course, I wanted to come here and win the national championship, but I feel like this is second to that. So I gotta kind of just do it. You know what I mean? Now winning the Big Ten is second to that, but. Yes, no, going I know, to the Rose Bowl I, yeah, I would, got it. would be I got it. something. If you, you know what? If you're going to win a national championship, you have to win the Big Ten first. I think that was included in his answer. I'm going to say, fine, All right. good. You know how, for motivational tactics, 
like when Ohio State lost to Florida, the national championship game, everything was 42-14 right. over there. Locker combinations, everything was 42-14. Just a reminder of what happened. I bet you Ryan Day would buy a piece of Jim Harbaugh's prosciutto <laughs> penis. And he would post it up on the wall over That's at the Woody and say, look at it. You see it? We lost to that last year. And now we've got his penis prosciutto on the wall. <laughs> penis prosciutto. Hashtag penis prosciutto. It brings a whole new meaning to the phrase meat chicken. I don't know Absolutely. if I could. Absolutely it does. That's terrifying. Lots of people tuned into Hillbilly Football on Saturday night. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Plenty of delays to watch out for. You'll find slowdowns on I-71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. More slowdowns on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Traffic is still delayed. And you'll find delays on 270 northbound between Elm Creek Drive and I-70. Traffic report is sponsored by Biontech and Pfizer. Festivals, football, the great outdoors. Some people say fall is the best time of year. May also be a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by Biontech and Pfizer. Only an array with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. But I want you to call up Ted right now. 614-821-9710. And I want you to yell out to Ted the phrase that pays. Because a lot of times in radio, it's like, oh, phrase that pays. (laughs) And that's Dickie, the punchline donkey on 97.1. So you have to yell. Ted will not give you the tickets. The WWE Raw tickets. He will not give them to you unless you yell out to him. Jim Harbaugh's penis prosciutto. You have to yell that out. If you don't, you're just like, hey, you know, Jim Harbaugh's a salami. Nope. Nope. Not happening. Jim Harbaugh's penis prosciutto. Call now. When Ted answers, you yell that to him. If he says, you've won, then you get a piece of Jim Harbaugh's penis prosciutto and WWE Monday Night Raw tickets for Monday, February 28th at Nationwide Arena. For tickets and more information, go to Ticketmaster.com slash penis prosciutto. Michael tweeted us and said, Harbaugh shooto? No, I don't think that works, Michael. I appreciate the effort. That's okay. Brandon said, I think some of your crazier fans would pay for a piece of one of your members and then added creepily LOL at the end of that. I don't think so. Brandon, we don't need an LOL at the end of that. I, I appreciate what you're doing there. You're trying to lighten the mood, but thank you for offering. How much? I'll take out the deli slicer right now. I have no use for this. I've said this. I would I would, I would, would actually want some anesthesia. I'm not going to take out a deli slicer. What are you talking about? I'll, yeah, you know, give me a week. I'll slice it ultra thin. You won't even feel it. You know what? Give, give me and the little guy one more week together. And then, yeah, I'm with you. Tim, I, Timmy's out there just slicing it off right now. 
He's got no bitters, but he's like, I don't need it. That's the sound of the slicer. Uh, hey, how much money for some of your prosciutto pee-pee? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think I'll ever be able to eat lunch meat again because of this conversation. So mm-hmm. thank you very much. Uh, Saturday's SEC championship game on CBS was the most viewed college football game of the weekend, drawing 15.277 million viewers per CBS. Alabama's 41-24 victory over Georgia was up 70% from last year's game where Alabama beat Florida. That was a wild game that went down to the end. This Alabama-Georgia game did not. It was the most watched conference championship game since 2018. Um, also, pretty much every other game was up year to year. Big Ten title game, 11.658 million viewers on Fox, up 45% from a year ago. Uh, Baylor and Oklahoma State, that was 168% higher than a year ago. Wow. Pac-12 title game, up 10% from last year. Even Cincinnati beating Houston in the AAC title game, that was eighty up 82% from their win over Tulsa a year ago. Yes, you had storylines that factored into this, but you have storylines every single year. Who's going to make the playoffs? Who's going to be in? Who's going to be out? Could it be that, of course, a normal regular season and fans in the stadium? Yeah. I mean, we, we don't like to, to bring that up. I, right? I think it's a very important point. I mean, we, we look at NFL ratings year to year. NFL played full schedule last year. You know, they're, they're playing a full schedule this year. Why are ratings up? Fans are in the stands. The atmosphere lends to you flipping on the game, getting engrossed in the environment that you have there, and sticking around more often. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Why do you think they put laugh tracks on all those sitcoms in the you know 80s and 90s? Because they found that if people heard laughter, they would just assume whatever was said was funny, or they would be more receptive to it being funny. And so they put laugh tracks on these things. That... That got to a point where yeah, people, when you hear a group of people laughing, you're more inclined to laugh. Yeah, they would say, "Oh, this, well, I'm this must be." It just puts you in a better mood. They think, "Okay, this must be funnier than than what I thought it was." It's a subconscious thing. It's something that keeps you watching the show longer until you do actually find the humor that is in the show, or maybe something you like about it. Well, it's got to be similar, right? For crowd reaction and noise, you tune into a game and everyone's losing their minds, and you see a million pom poms going in the stands, and you see you know people screaming with their Chest there's, painted there's and all no that comparison. Stuff. There's no comparison. That's got to do something for you when you flip the game on and say, this is important versus no one's here. This is boring. No one's interested. Fans play such a big role in the biggest moments in sports. And that's why it pisses me off when I hear some of these athletes that have no respect for the fan or they tell people how to be a fan. That drives me nuts. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. Don't. Don't boo us. That's not fair. No, it, it's part of the game, man. It, it is part of... I'm not saying... There are lines that fans can yeah, cross. Yeah, don't throw batteries at people. I'm not yeah. for that. And I'm not for anybody saying things that are, you know, actually hurtful as far as towards your family or obviously things like racism and sexism. Stuff like that's obviously over the line. But what we're talking about here is, well, the fans need to learn when to be quiet when I'm on offense. Well, you know what? The fans are out there. They're drunk. They're having a good time, some of them. And they're they're excited that you're playing well. They're trying to cheer you on. Sorry that they didn't get the memo that you actually need them to be quiet so you can throw a touchdown pass. Uh, rumblings that Chip Kelly 
could be back as Oregon head coach. Do it. Come on, Oregon. Let's go. What do you want to do? You want to be six and five every year? Let's have let's have it. Well, yeah, but at the other side of that is that he has not been successful at UCLA. So even though he was successful at Oregon once upon a time, the game has changed since then. So there's no guarantee that Chip Kelly walks in there and no, I think, is I think Chip Kelly. You've missed my point. Oregon. Let's go. It would be the most hilarious thing ever if you went from being a winning program to go back and hire oh, Chip okay. Kelly so and you, be six and five. You, you don't think it would no, be successful. No, it won't work out. It didn't work out at UCLA. No, not that UCLA is a better program, but if if he had the mojo that he had at Oregon, remember, part of his success was writing checks to bad recruiting services to get players. Remember that? He got and a then show skipped out, too. And then skipped out, and of skipped town. out on a town, right. So since then... When he came back to college, how's he done? Not great. It's now not they like were he, they were eight and four this year, so they did make improvements there. But all right, you know, I'm just saying. Yes, overall he is eighteen I, and twenty five at UCLA. I don't have faith that if he went to Oregon, they would be back to you know national championship caliber. They already they've already been there. I think there's only room for him to take them down. Not higher. I don't think he's going to get them better than they already were. I, I agree, but I understand why some of the Oregon fans are pushing for this because they're embarrassed and they're tired of coaches leaving for better opportunities. And so they think, well, we'll bring in our heritage guy, our longtime guy, because at least we know he's not going to leave us. He, yeah, he did I, it I once guess. before. He wouldn't do it again. Did you see who else's name is getting bandied about for the Oregon job? Who? Olaine Kiffin. He just signed a new contract. I'm sure he did. And I'm quite sure Phil Knight says, how much money you want? Let's go. I'll, I'll buy you out. I'll do whatever I got to do. Now, I, I'm with you. I don't think that's what's actually happening, but it's weird to see that. And this game is so stupid sometimes. You know that? It really is. Of course it is. Have you not? This this whole coaching cycle know, has proven it to anyone know, who doubted it before. Let's stop talking about the the sanctity of college let's just admit what this is it's a circus yeah it's a circus that makes a lot of people a lot of money other than the players although they're getting there the players the players are getting there ncaa president mark emmert is stupid details next common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic from the logan ac and heat services traffic center Good afternoon. A bevy of five-minute backups out there. You'll find some slowdowns on 270 northbound between Elm Creek Drive and I-70. More delays on I-70 downtown split westbound between the 71 east split and the 71 315 west split. And 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. When you need ingredients for your car, eBay Motors has 122 million options. So whether you toasted your transmission or cooked your clutch, eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. On campus, all the news and notes you need coming up at 448. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer. He will talk about Jerry Jones, I guarantee it, at 534. Although he was in Toronto last night, his old stomping grounds, 
And so he'll probably drop some Toronto names. Mm. Well, My favorite stripper, Cinnamon. I haven't seen her in a few years, but saw her last night. Tell you what, those Toronto strip clubs are a little bit different. That's all I'm going to say. It was a little bit different going on up there. Poutine buffet. Different. <laughs> different. And booby tassels. They have any prosciutto on the menu? Oh, absolutely. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing over there. They don't... Uh, is it in Canada where they don't have to wear bottoms? Yes. Okay. That is correct. That is what I was getting to. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware. <laughs> Takes me a little longer, Bone. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't you go on a trip to Toronto to see a soccer did. game, Bone? I did indeed, actually, go on a trip to Toronto to see a soccer game and uh, found out some things. I gotta things. tell you, Bone, this place makes the best roast beef sandwich you've <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> oh, okay, River. Oh, sounds good. Oh, hey, how you doing? I don't know why you two. Then Jason Stark something <laughs> popped up and was like, what did somebody say? Roast beef? Arby's? Yeah, I'm here. Let's go. We've got the meats. <laughs> we have the meats. Sorry. Yes. I'm just getting that right. I don't uh, want to. NCAA President Mark Emmert was uh, speaking to the media today about the state of expanding playoffs and college football. And, well, he had some stupid things to say. Bone has curated his favorites. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to debate if I should start with the absolute dumbest thing he said or work, work up our to way that. up to work it. Up okay. to that. Well, let's start here. So uh, he was asked about whether or not college sports is academic slash athletic or if it's an entertainment vehicle. All right. We know the answer to this, but let's play well, he along. said He said it's always been both. It's like, well, all right, yes, but the NCAA has not treated it as if it has always been both, right? Entertainers get paid money to entertain. So he's not wrong, right? If someone went out in 1916 and played a football game, the only reason people attended was because they thought the football game was entertaining. To some level, it was entertaining. So yeah, sure, it's always been entertainment, but from the the way entertainment is now an industry, college football, college basketball have not been treated that way. They've been treated as if it was just a couple of guys who happen to be economics majors who decided to pick up a basketball and what do you know, they can shoot it. That's that's how the NCAA wants you to look at their sports, and that's not reality. All right, I'm not going to say that's a, that's a stupid statement. I'll say it's a four. Okay. Ten being the most stupid thing he can possibly say. Um, let's see what else here. Uh, he said that the NCAA or conferences, they cannot cap coaches' salaries. When talking about the wild coaching carousel, he said it's all about you know the marketplace. As long as people have the resources to pay them, they're going to pay them. Oh, so you can't I, limit that, Mike. Right, now we're now we're at an eight. Can, you can't limit what a coach can so make. So you're telling me for years you had the most ridiculous rules ever where you put butter on a bagel, that's not a problem. You put cream cheese on a bagel, that's, that's an extra violation. benefit. That is a, a benefit. You're telling me the same entity that had rules like that can't put caps on coaches' salaries? By the way, I'm not saying they should. No, no, no. But that's well, ludicrous. That's ridiculous. Well, you know what's also interesting about that is he's saying that now as if, like, guys, my hands are tied. And, and he may be right legally. Their hands may be tied. But you know why their hands are legally tied? Because there was a court case that said... You can't act as a monopoly and shut out all the athletes from making money. And so that's how name, image, and likeness came about. And so once that court case hit, now the NCAA says, oh, hey, hands off on telling kids what they can make, what they can. That's not our business. 
He may be right that they also can't tell the schools, but it's not because of some higher academic whatever. Like it's it's not like you couldn't make that rule if you wanted to years ago. You guys just never chose to make that rule because nobody wanted to admit that the spending was getting out of control. They right. wanted to have the opportunity to have the best. All right, what's school. the next one? Um, let's see what else here. Oh, he was asked about the idea of a for-profit 32-team breakaway Super League type thing where the, the biggest and best programs in college football or college basketball, they go off and just have their own league. They pay the players' salaries. He said he doubts that could be successful. And here's his quote. You've seen a whole lot of minor league football tried and zero have been successful. I I think that one's stupid because I know what he means when he says minor league, but you can't say college football is minor league and then throw out the TV numbers you throw out. It is a completely... Throw out the money that gets thrown out there. Minor league sports do not get those type of ratings It is a completely different product. It is... That, that's that's ridiculous. That would, it, here's here's my equivalency, Mike. That's like saying the Premier League and the Italian Soccer League, one of those is minor. They're not minor league. They're different. They, they have meaning and value to two different cultures and people, and people can enjoy both of them, but they are neither one of those is a minor league to the other why, one. Why does spring football fail? Uh, number one, because usually shady business people are running it. But let's take that out of it. Yeah. All right, let's take the questionable finances out of it. You're trying to sell brand names to people that do not exist, and people have no affiliation with those names, no connection to those names. The New Orleans Bandits, right, or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. You are building a, a fan base from scratch. You obviously don't have that in college football. You can start up your own Super League, and fans of the Buckeyes will follow the Buckeyes there. Not the same thing. You're also trying to play football during a time of year where football is not normally played. In the late winter, early spring. That's another problem that you have to face. And then you have to worry about facilities and how you're going to pay the players, all these other things. Television deals that are thrown out of the air that are built from scratch. You wouldn't have that. You have a built-in marketplace for a new for-profit college football league. I mean, I'm not necess- I'm not for that necessarily. I'm not well, looking I'm not, forward to I'm not to saying that either, but something like that. I, I, I think it's dumb it, to compare it to spring football. It's apples and oranges. Well, the idea is to say it wouldn't be successful. Successful what? Monetarily? That's dead wrong. If you're saying it wouldn't be college football anymore, all right, that's a that's a broader discussion to have, but it's not about the question is do you think it would be successful he said no it's minor league all right that's You're nine stupid. that's a nine on the stupid well, scale get ready to break the meter off he was asked about how difficult it is to run a university in the current climate of name image likeness and everything else he said quote being a university president is the hardest job in america all right okay i should note that University presidents are the ones who employ Mark Emmert. So this is like you going to your boss and saying, you know, you've got the toughest job of anybody. I just want you to know that. Like you're sucking up to the boss, man. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. University presidents, the hardest job. Get out of here. Hardest job in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, with that <laughs> number one, like when the university president shows up to work, do they have like to find parking and then run into a building and then get where they're going and no one greets them. They get to their office and it's 
currently, you know, they, oh, sorry, we had to vacuum in here. Your chair's up on the... No! Like, the second you get out of your car, there's nine people to greet you. They got all the people. You got assistants. You got everybody doing everything for you. And then, yes, you make big decisions. Stop saying that executive-level work is the hardest work you can do. Go talk to someone putting shingles on a roof in Georgia in the summer and tell me if that's not slightly harder than being a university president in Athens, Georgia. There are so many hard jobs in this country, man. I was reading an article today about how one of the ways they're tracking how much virus is in particular communities is they go down in the sewers and they look at the poo. Sure, right. They test it right? to see they, how much of the stuff that they're looking they for. They test is the in poo. There, right? Now, I'm quite sure by the time the poo gets to the lab, it's all neatly packaged and ready for analysis. Mm-hmm. But there's a guy who has to go down there and get so, the poo. Someone who is a poo extractor. Right. I wonder if uh, school presidents want to switch place with that guy. Hardest job in America, poo though, Mike. extraction guy. Or, yeah. How, how about single mom who's working two jobs? How about right, that? Well, you, you had she, to take it to a sobering she, place. I'm just saying. I'm like, just having fun with poo. <laughs> just saying. Like, we want to really go there, Mark Emmert. This is this is the number one issue I have with Mark Emmert, among everything else that he has said dumb over his years. He is completely out of touch with everyone associated with college athletics other than his elite university runners that he hangs around with that's the only group he relates to and no one cares what they think all the news and notes you need as we go on campus coming up next here is someone who samples her own poo for fun every single day leanna ray common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic from the logan ac and heat services traffic center hate you so much. Watch out for an accident on Tamoris Road south of Sullivan Avenue. This accident does involve injuries. Plan on some slowdowns in this area as they try to get things cleaned up. Plan on some delays in the meantime. You'll also find slowdowns on I-71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Wendy's Breakfast Biscuit Sandwich. Just one dollar. Wendy's knows a better breakfast starts with a better biscuit. That's why you can get a hot and buttery Wendy's Breakfast Biscuit with bacon or sausage, fresh cracked egg and cheese for just one dollar. Get your Wendy's Buck Biscuit Sandwich today. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. Happy Wednesday. On campus, all the news and notes you need about college things. Coming up at 4.48. Actually, that was two minutes ago. Coming up shortly. Mm, How about that? There you go. Uh, we have name dropping with Jeff Rimmer at 5.34. Dick Masheter Ford fan poll. How many of the 44 college football g- bowl games will you watch? 1 to 10. Yes. 11 to 20. 21 to 30. Or 31 to 44. If you honestly are going to plan on watching all 44 bowl games... What are you doing listening to this show? Turn well, yeah, us off right I, now. I would think you'd want to be listening to something that's much more college football focused than us. Check yourself into the loony bin, too. 
You're gonna you're hey, gonna watch all 44 you know college what? football bowl games. To each their own. You like what you like. I'll let you live. But yeah, I'm in the one to what was it? One, one to, to eleven. 10. One to ten. That's probably where I am on campus. Let's do it. Common man and T bones. On campus, the latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by Logan AC and Heat Services. Don't go through another furnace breakdown. For fast, friendly service, call the experts at Logan Services now for a free estimate and next day furnace installation. Well, well, man, Jeff Tedford is back as head coach at Fresno State. He was formerly the head man there, had to leave due to some health issues. Uh, but then has now returned in the wake of Kalen DeBoer's departure for Washington. We'll be taking over there. So, uh, in the meantime, they needed a new head coach. They went out and got their old head coach. Uh, good to see, though, for Jeff Tedford that his health issues are behind him and he's back to being able to coach at this level. 14 years as a head coach, he was successful pretty much everywhere he went. Had Cal, notably, to an 82-57 and 57 record, which is... Um, not what Cal's doing now, for what it's worth. So, yeah, Jeff Tedford, pretty good head coach. We'll see what he does at Fresno State. Meanwhile, it's some bigger programs here. Oklahoma football is hiring Ole Miss offensive coordinator Jeff Lebby in the same role there. They obviously going to need him to be the offensive coordinator because Brett Venables is hired in. He's going to replace the whole staff. Obviously, Lincoln Riley had a lot to do with the offense when he was the head coach. So, there you go. If you liked Ole Miss's offense, um, under Lane Kiffin and Jeff Levy, then maybe you'll like what is happening in Oklahoma. That looks to be the first of many big hires that Venables is going to have to make there at Oklahoma. Meanwhile, this story about Mark Whipple. I love this? Mark Whipple. He's squeezing the Charmin. <laughs> That's right. Uh, after resigning as offensive coordinator at Pitt, Pitt, he did that just yesterday. There wasn't much information given on that other than, you know, Thank him for his time. Wish him well in the future, but he's resigned. Well, now we know why. He's resurfaced at Nebraska in the same role. He will be the offensive coordinator at Nebraska under Scott Frost. So he's 64 years old. This was his third season at Pitt. Might note that he had Heisman finalist Kenny Pickett as his quarterback. So the thought process, I'm sure, for Scott Frost being, hey, if he turned Kenny Pickett into a you know Heisman candidate, Maybe we can get similar production out of our recruits. Could also be that they just happen to have a really good quarterback they got in recruiting. We'll find out. But there you go. Mark Whipple headed to uh, coach at Nebraska. Also, Virginia is looking to get Clemson offensive coordinator Tony Elliott for their head football coaching position. Uh, That is according to Chris Lowe and Adam Rittenberg. Deal could be finalized as early as uh, later today, according to ESPN. So thank you for that. Elliot and his family flew to Charlottesville on Wednesday to meet with UVA officials. He met earlier in the week with Duke officials as well. So a hot commodity there. Offensive coordinator for Clemson. Dabo's going to have to hire a lot of assistants. But welcome to big boy college football. That's how it works. Uh, Switching over to college basketball. This is from a couple nights ago, but I had apparently missed this. Florida. Did you see number 20 Florida got upset? No. By previously winless Texas Southern. That's a pretty big deal, right? They rolled in, got the victory, 69-54. to P.J. Henry for Texas Southern had 16 points, and Jordan Carl Nicholas had a perfect shooting performance uh, for Texas Southern. So let them live. They got that done. And just, I guess this is something that maybe I should be more aware of, but was not. Tennessee Lady Volunteers, obviously one of the more successful programs in women's basketball over the last four or five decades. 
They now are back in the top 10, the AP poll. That is the first time Tennessee women's basketball has made the top 10 of the AP women's basketball poll in nearly three years. I didn't realize they were uh, doing doing that poorly. All right. But there you go. They're back up to number nine, apparently. Hadn't been in the poll in the top 10 since December 31st, 2018. I did see a story about your favorite team, University of Texas San Antonio, also known as Utsa. Utsa. They just finished up a 12 and 1 season and they got an invitation to the Frisco Bowl. Nice. And it, well, no, they're very pissed off, the fans. Why not? Because they why said they we mad? went to the same bowl last year. We were seven and four. We were twelve and one this year. Why are we still slumming in the Frisco Bowl? That's we are Utsa. That is that is very frustrating. I'm sorry to hear that. I will also say that I believe Utsa, which is their proper name. Don't give me UTSA. I heard somebody say that earlier, and I said what Utsa. What? That is, I think that's the Bosa's favorite school over even Ohio State because when you say Utsa, it sounds like some of their favorite music. In the kiki, in the kiki, Utsa, in the kiki. Utsa, 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 Utsa. Yeah, that's right. Well, they're pissed off. They're going to the Frisco Bowl I'm, you again. Know what? I'm mad, too. Now that I know how mad they are, I'm mad. They want to go to the Rose Bowl. You know what? Go play the, Go play Utsa in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. I don't care about Utah. <laughs> Utah and Utsa battling for all the roses you can handle. Great. Make it happen. Utsa remix. Utsa, 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 Utsa. If you've missed anything... From the first two hours of the program, we've got you covered with the rundown coming up. What's Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on your drive right now. You'll find delays on I-71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. Plan on some backups in that area. And more slowdowns on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Traffic is still heavily delayed. This traffic report is sponsored by Wendy's Breakfast Biscuit Sandwich, just $1. Wendy's knows a better breakfast starts with a better biscuit. That's why you can get a hot and buttery Wendy's Breakfast Biscuit with bacon or sausage, fresh cracked egg, and cheese for just $1. Get your Wendy's Buff Biscuit Sandwich today. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan traffic common man here for care heating and cooling can i tell you a secret one of my joys in life is a good clean out once in a blue moon i will take it to the next level i have an air vent right over the toilet so when i know a wild ride is coming i'll turn down the ac a few minutes before it's go time and then when i sit down beautiful cold air greets me blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Filthy mouths, bad attitudes, and ugly haircuts. It's called cabbage. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on the fan i forgot to ask you teddy we were giving away the the wrestling tickets last hour and i said yes. that someone had to yell the phrase that pays mm-hmm. did someone do that properly yeah the first guy did first guy yeah who was who was it that was a uh, granville oh. his name is granville yes granville, granville waiters no Oh. It's not Waiters. It was close to that, but no. All right. Well, yeah, don't say his last name, because I'm sure if his first name's Granville, we're going to be able to look him up real easily. Well, that's a cool name. 
Yeah. I wonder if that's what he goes by. It may be. Or if he's got a nickname. Yeah, just call me the Ville. What's up, man? Granny? I don't think he's going by... Well, maybe he's hey, going by Granny. Hey, how you there, Granny? <laughs> yeah, what would happen in a hockey locker room if Granville walked in? Hey, Granny. How you doing? Uh, it's, uh, yeah. Actually, you know what? Around here, it'd be like, hey, what's up, Newark? Because they would just like find somewhere that's close to Granville, and then that's your nickname. It wouldn't actually be Granville. That's right. Uh, what else did I have for you? I had something. I don't know. What'd you have? Oh, the NBA is warning its players that unvaccinated players will not be able to travel to Canada starting in January. Well, you can travel there. You just can't get back in the country then. That's the problem. Would uh, the NHL not also have the same issue? Or is there some exemption for the NHL? No, I, I assume they would have the same issue. Okay. Um, but yeah, obviously that's a problem for any league that has that happening. But yeah, I can't blame the NBA for saying this is an issue. And you wonder if that will spur on some more players who had previously said, no, I'm not going to do it. Well, then it's going to make it that you can't travel to Canada and help your team play if you're playing the Raptors. I did see that Kyrie today said that he would be open to getting vaccinated if he could take this plant-based vaccine that's currently in development. Yeah, apparently this is, uh, I saw this was reported from the New York Post. It's called the impossible vaccine. <laughs> that's right. They are, there is currently a vaccine that is in the works that is being tested that is, uh, yes, 100% plant-based. This is uh, from a Canadian biotech company that is going through clinical trials as of right now. According to the company, the study, which is being conducted in Japan, is aiming to gain approval in Japan by March of 2022. So I would think that's not entirely likely that if we're waiting on, they're doing the trial in Japan, and then they're still saying it would take that long to get it approved in Japan. might take longer to get it approved in the U.S. Yeah. And so then, Kyrie's not getting vaccinated anytime soon. Well, not for if this is his hang-up that it's not a plant-based vaccine. All right. I don't know much about any of that, but whatever. If that's what works for him, he is vegan. So right. that is a concern. He's Let him live. Whatever. trying to ward off Alzheimer's, too, by walking around with a stiffy at all times. <laughs> we heard yesterday that uh, Viagra you, apparently helps with that. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to yesterday's show. It is in the podcast feed for you. It is free. Go to wherever you get your audio, search Common Man and T-Bone, and you can hear me talk about stiffies all day long. Rundown, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bone's The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Krieger Ford. Visit them online at KriegerFord.com. Home of the Krieger Commitment. Best cars, best people, peace of mind. Jackets lose in Toronto last night. This team has long stretches where they don't even look like they belong on the ice, and you had more of that last night. They went down 5-1 to one at one point. They rallied back, made it 5-3 in the third period. Goaltenders pulled. They get a goal with the extra man, making it 5-4. But it was another, for the most part, embarrassing road performance. And unfortunately, you have a lot more road performances to come. Yeah, I, 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 I am... In agreement with it being a road issue, it seems like right now for this Jackets team, not totally uh, fair to not include that Toronto is one of the better teams in the league, and we know that. We expected that this game would be tough, the Caps game on Saturday night would be tough, and go figure, the one they won was where they played the Sharks. But but it's, it's not that they're losing these games. Yes, that would suck, but it's that they don't even look like they know what they're doing. Some of the times out there. Right. And even though you had some of those issues at home, 
against the Sharks, still an issue that they look a lot better at home typically than they do on the road. They generate more offense. I don't know why they're having such struggle. Uh, I forget what the number is. I, I I have the stat. I'll pull it back up. It's 23 goals against in their previous five road games. Only nine goals for the Jackets in those same five road games. That's not great. Tw- out, to be outscored 23 to nine in five games on the road. And it could have been even worse. You were down 5-1 in that game last night. And then he only lost the game by one. Right. So this is a problem for the Jackets to not get behind early and then not have to deal with chasing the game the entire time. Well, You're right. right. They, they've been piss poor in the first period. They give up goals right before periods end. They come back. They give up goals in the first minute. We saw it again last night. First minute in the period puts you in the hole. I'm not saying this makes it any better. I am saying that when the season started, most everyone who looks at this team said they're probably going to struggle all year long. This is not a playoff team. This is going to be a difficult season. And then they showed up the first 10 or 12 games and looked a lot different than I think most of us expected. And so we said, okay, maybe there's a little bit more to this than we thought. Turns out now we're getting back to what we thought would be happening. So let's, uh, here's what I'm willing to do, Mike, you know, Let's look back a couple months from now. We'll be watching these games all throughout, but I hope a couple months from now we don't keep seeing the same issues popping up. I hope some of the young guys are learning to play this a little bit better, get a little more savvy about how to win these road games as opposed to getting your doors blown off the first period. And and let's hope we see some improvement over the next couple months, but it's going to be a process. It's going to take time. Where are they next? Uh, I forget. I think they play the Ducks. I'm going to say Ducks. Oh, they have the West Coast Swing, right? Isn't that next? Yeah, they're going out west. Yeah, it's, oh, it's somebody else. Hang there. on, hang on. Well, it's Anaheim at home. I just said that ducks at home, and then oh, it's, then they go. Then it's at Seattle, at Vancouver, at Edmonton, at Calgary. Then in, yeah, they come back home December twenty third. So there you go. Uh, Ryan Day may get, may get some help in the secondary after all. Twenty twenty three five star guy Sonny Styles is reclassifying to the 2022 class. We saw this with Quinn Ewers, and of course, it didn't work out for him here. But Sonny Styles is going to do the same thing. Five-star guy rated as the nation's sixth best player in the 2023 class. He is the top safety in the class. Doesn't mean he'll play safety here. He's big enough where he could play some linebacker, or maybe at some point play defensive end. But he's a talented guy. At least he was in high school and is on paper. We've seen that not come true at the collegiate level. But for a defense that desperately needs talented guys and bodies, he at least will be in the building when fall camp starts. Yeah, former Buckeye Lorenzo Styles' son. Also happy to see that lineage continue here at Ohio State. But yeah, it's it's going to be good to have him get into you know get into Ohio State this summer and hopefully be able to learn quickly. If he can do that, this is much different than being a quarterback who reclassifies, in my opinion. Quarterback's probably the worst position you could do that at, right? Unless there's unless your school is calling you and saying there's an immediate need. Yeah, you have nobody you, and you're desperate. Right. But if 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 there's an established hierarchy, and and yeah, that'll be the case at every position here at Ohio State, but the, you got a lot of talent here. But I could see a situation where even a reclassified freshman comes in and over the course of the season works hard enough develops quick enough and learns enough that by the end of the year, perhaps they are in the rotation, especially if there's some injuries or other things. I can understand more why a position player anywhere else other than quarterback 
would want to come here, possibly reclassify, and have a chance to play some meaningful minutes. And then he has the ability to play multiple positions, too. Yeah, it could be that he plugs a few different holes here for this Ohio State team, so we'll see. But his, his development's going to be fun to watch. Tiger Woods is back. He committed today to the PNC Championship, where he will tee it up with his son, Charlie, for the second straight year. This goes down December 18th and 19th. At the Ritz-Carlton Golf Club in Orlando. 36-hole man, what? 36-hole two-man scramble event will mark his first tournament of any kind since his car accident 10 months ago. Yeah, and a horrific car accident that could have very well cost him his leg. He said even could have cost him his life. So the fact that he's able to use his leg at all and walk around is pretty much a miracle. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll, this is not truly competitive golf. It's... You know, you're playing with kids. Yeah, but everybody's going to be watching to see how does he look. Does it's he, a good first step. Does the swing yes. look somewhat normal, or or is it very far off? We'll find out. Teddy, if you had to put money on Tiger playing in the Masters this year, what would you do? Yay or nay? I'll never count him out. I I think he'll give it a shot. Now, whether he completes or makes the makes the cut or That's completes, I, you know, the the you know, a couple rounds, I don't know, but. I think he'll give it a shot. I was going to say, if you think he could get to a point where he could play in the Masters, then the question would be, do you think he can make the cut? And I bet that's where it gets a little more prickly. Yeah, and I guess if he's not playing well at that time, then he he doesn't want to go out and embarrass himself, so he may not. Well, you, you should see at this tournament, too, while I said it wasn't necessarily competitive golf, you'll still be able to look at him and tell. Yeah, you'll get an idea of where he's at. But can I just say this, too? I'm I'm not... Good for Tiger Woods if he wants to try to come back, let him live. It's his, it's his decision there. But I could, if you're looking to prove like I can come back again, you've done that, right? You came back from one of the weirdest back injuries, surgery, all this other stuff you went through, came back and won a major after all of that. I don't think there's any question about his ability as a golfer. I think that's all well established, right? And I'm sure his goal somewhat is to get back to a place where he could win a few more majors and try to go after Jack's record. But my point being, if he never does that, is anyone doubting his place in no, golf history? No, no, but I understand why he's motivated to do it. These guys are uber competitors, right? It was the same thing with uh, Ryan Shazier where, you know, he continued to say, I want to play football again. And I think for most of us, we looked at him and said, well, it's an achievement you're walking, dude. Oh, right. 100%. But in, his, in his mind, he needs that thing, that carrot at the end to keep going. And he, Tiger Woods, even though he's accomplished more than, you know, 99.9% of golfers ever will, he probably still feels that he owes himself at least the opportunity to go out there and compete again. I know. And I'm just saying, given that he already did prove that once. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that, I that's get the it. Other, I understand. If, if, for most of the people, I can see what you're saying. In his case, he's actually already gone out and proven I can come back from an injury and change everything and still go win a major. Well, that's probably one of the biggest sports accomplishments we've ever seen. I don't blame him for wanting to do it again. I'm also just saying, if he doesn't do it, that does not change his legacy at all as far as that goes. Also tonight, Buckeye basketball, it is a 9 o'clock tip for some ungodly reason against Towson. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. One of the worst teams in the NFL just got worse. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. 
Good evening. Watch out for an accident on King Avenue at Olentangy River Road. This accident does involve injuries. Please be very careful over here. Traffic is slow as it works to get things clear. Plan on some delays in the meantime, about a 10 to 15 minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Festivals, football, the great outdoors. Some people say fall is the best time of year. May also be a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care, Heating, and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Listen to this show and feel better about yourself. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up at 534. You know, I had somebody say to me yesterday, I thought you were done with the happy Wednesday, happy Tuesday. I was going to be done with it. And then I heard from lots of listeners saying that they like me starting the show with the day of the week. Because oh, so it, it helps I, them with the podcast. Well, oh, because they don't know what day they're listening right. to. Right, so instantly they know, oh, okay, this is Tuesdays. That's interesting. I did not uh, think of that, but I good for the either. listeners for bringing that up. Yep. That's I what just, we're here for. I, I said I liked it. I thought it was fine, and you ignored that. I that, type it in the notes now, too, so that helps out. That's good. Good job, Ted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for helping, Ted. You're welcome. Well, when you get into this vortex of stupid of listening to this podcast and binging three or four episodes, it is you do lose track of time. So you may be like, what day am I listening to? Oh, this was Tuesday. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did I say? Well, one of the worst NFL teams just got a little bit worse. Tyrod Taylor to Rod Taylor, whatever has ligament damage in his wrist. So Davis Mills is expected to start against Seattle this weekend. If you're watching that game, drink heavily. Ben Roethlisberger says his elbow feels fine. His shoulder, however, not so much. He says, it's my shoulder that hurts more than my elbow. My elbow feels great thanks to the doctors. It's just dealing with throwing. Wish someone could keep track like I've thrown a million throws in my life. So at this point, your shoulder, at this point, your shoulder starts to wear down a little bit. Just like any quarterback, your arm always hurts a little bit. Tom Brady said, here, Ben, have some avocado ice cream and then threw seven touchdowns. Tom Brady's not going to say it. I'm sure his arm hurts too. His arm hurts every day. It can't He doesn't want anybody to know that though. No, no, no. He's not going to say it. Well, you know why? Because Tom Brady is still trying to show that he can keep on playing. And I think Ben Roethlisberger is starting to acknowledge, like, yeah, this is a, this is going to be it for me, right? He's not he's not officially saying anything, but that's that's the kind of, I would think, subconscious, subliminal stuff that you throw out there is like, oh, yeah, man, a lot of miles on this body, you know? Like, I'm, I'm sure he is a little less guarded about that because he's not trying to project this image that he's going to be playing forever because he knows he's not. Uh, LSU is having a quarterback issue. Their starting quarterback, Max Johnson, has entered the transfer portal. So they'll have to figure out what they're doing at quarterback. Yeah. Through 27 will. touchdowns, six picks this season. LSU went 6-6. Six and six. Not a good year for them. Also ran for a score. Uh, his brother, Jake Johnson, 
also committed to LSU. He's the number one ranked tight end in the class of 2022. And his brother has entered the portal. And he says, the brother, I'm opening up my recruitment as well. Mm -hmm. So he's decommitted from LSU. Both those guys, of course, are Brad Johnson's sons, former NFL quarterback. So Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Max Johnson is Brad Johnson's son. I thought Brad Johnson looked like Ted. Yeah, okay. I could say that a little bit. Yeah. Got a little Ted in him. His bank account looks like Ted's. That's what I know. Ted's was got a, some secret money hanging yeah, out there. Must be nice, know. huh? There was a guy <laughs> on QVC not too long ago. They've been selling food all day. This guy was selling tea. Yep. He looked... Ted, did you have it on? Did you see what he looked like? I did not. He looked like a combination of Jay Burson and Roy Williams. <laughs> wow. Can you say... Can Would you, you like just, some tea? Special and free. Oh, that's need, Jack Park. No, I need you to say hello, like... Like Jay was, and then I need you to say "Dad Gummit." Dad the, Gummit. That's, that's that's a that is a Jay Burst and Roy Williams clone right there. That's what he would say is just "Dad Gummit," and then but say it in that voice. That's mm -hmm. right. I don't have any lot left. Of, there'd be a lot of basketball knowledge if that was the case. You know, we have four minutes left in this segment. I have nothing. Mm. Got to figure something else what out to talk do? about. What should we do? This rarely happens. Normally, I have stuff. I did see a story that I wanted to bring your attention about uh, marriage in the... I'm against it. Well, okay, fine. Uh, the metaverse is the new what? thing. Yeah. What does that mean? Tracy and Dave Gagnon met in the cloud, so it only makes sense that their wedding took place in it. This is according to the New York Times. On Labor Day weekend, they tied the knot, held a ceremony staged by Verbella, a company that builds virtual environments for work, learning, and events, their digital avatars walk down the aisle by the avatar of her close friend, Miss Gagnon. Uh, then they watched all these people, apparently watching online, as these two got married. All right. In the digital this, this space. This sounds actually beautiful. The wedding probably costs no money. You don't have to go to a wedding. You can just stay at home and be like, oh, yeah, I'm watching my best friend get married. You have to get dressed up. None of that. Right. I'm I'm actually I love initially it. when I hear this, I think, I don't know if that's great. But the more wonderful. I think about it, it's actually not bad at all. Um there was also a story from last year during the pandemic when everything was getting canceled, where a couple said we can't have our wedding in person. So they didn't have this whole system worked out yet. So they just went on the game Animal Crossing, where you can tell everyone to show up at a certain place at a certain time and certain time. And they did their virtual wedding on animal crossing with their online characters. Sounds great. Yeah. If Sign uh, me up. I'll tell you if you ever, I hope this never happens, but if you ever do go through a situation where you're divorced, remarried, whatever, just invite me to the digital wedding. I'm not coming to a real ceremony. I saw that, uh, Scott Peterson convicted murderer, Scott Peterson mm. killed his wife, pregnant wife, right? Lacey. Yeah, Lacey Peterson, sure. He, he was sentenced to death. Well, now they've changed it to life in prison. But I was actually reading a piece about him the other day and how he apparently gets at least one marriage proposal a week. What What is happening? This has always been the case. You got why why do people, people do that? Because they're nuts. They're crazy. You had people show up at Ted Bundy's murder trial. Like fangirls in the crowd, like, ah, I hope he murders me. 
tastes so dreamy. But you know what? What's weird about that is the reason I would guess that this happens is because there's an outsized amount of media attention on these people. And so then people who do not know these murderers will then watch them on TV and start to just like hone in on that person, focus about that person, think about that person. He'd never do anything bad. I can see into his soul. Right. He's not a murderer. He's but dreamy. But I'm saying if you applied that same energy to just like person you meet at Applebee's, you could probably also find like a much healthier relationship and then not have to worry about them as much being a murderer. No, this just goes back to, you know, people saying looks aren't everything. Yes, they are. No one was sending John Wayne Gacy marriage proposals because he was a fat ass, weird looking dude. Scott Peterson is a somewhat good looking guy who happens to be a murderer. And so he gets marriage proposals every single week. Charles Manson can, I, I don't know. Is he considered a good looking guy? Cause I mean, what hey, you back seen, in the day, you seen now he was, uh, you well, know, had the long hair, sort of hippie vibe. He didn't quite have the uh, swastika in tattooed no, on his that forehead came at later. that time. That was that in was prison. He got later okay. choice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, name dropping with Jeff Rimmer. I apologize for the last four minutes. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident on King Avenue at Olentangy River Road. This accident does involve injuries. Please be careful in this area. We'll also find an accident on I-71 southbound at Route 161. Traffic is slow here as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Common Man and T-Bones. With the biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Buyers Imports by the Airport. Every single Wednesday this year time, we talk to our guy, television voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets. It's name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Rims. Good afternoon. Hey, Mike, before we even get started, uh, I'm out here in Muirfield. I saw my uh, eye doctor today, uh, Dr. Fanning, great man. And I'm just thinking, uh, I'm going to drop by for dinner tonight. Are you trying to get free eye appointments now, so you're name-dropping <laughs> your doctor? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just try to let you know that I'm in your neighborhood. In the neighborhood. And yeah, and I'd love to, uh, you know, kind of break bread with you tonight. Well, we're uh, we're picking up Chinese tonight, too, so lucky oh, my you. my favorite. Yeah, I know. My you, favorite. You know what else is your favorite? The fact that I, I'm, I'm going to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Rimmer, I should invite you to dinner because you hooked me up with tickets the other night. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks that's for offering, Rims. I appreciate you. you. At least give me the opportunity to turn you down. That's all I ask. 
Well, uh, I'll make sure I make it up to you. I just thought last minute, uh, and it was pretty well uh, last day, that uh, you'd probably need uh, an invitation a week or two ahead of time, and I knew <laughs> T-Bone would jump at it. There you go. You're right, Rims. Thanks for that. All right, Jackets in Toronto last night. They lose 5-4. to four. They were down 5-1. They did make something of it in the third period, but long stretches of these games, Rims, this team is hard to watch, and we saw that again last night. Well, they've struggled on the road. There's no question. They've been outscored. Uh, there have been mental lapses, uh, costly turnovers, odd man rushes. Uh, I'll tell you, um, they've got to clean it up. Uh, I know that uh, talking to Brad Larson today, uh, Blue Jackets coach, uh, he was happy that uh, the guys certainly came back in that third period, made the game close, and uh, played as effective that uh, we would have liked to have seen them play in, in the first two periods. But it, it's an issue. There's no question, but we ha- and not to make excuses, but we have to understand this is a young team, and uh, they're going to have those mental lapses. Uh, on the flip side of things, they played some excellent hockey at home, and yeah, uh, they found themselves down. I think now, what is it, nine of their 13 games are come from behind victories. Uh, 13 wins, that is, are come from behind victories, but they're going to be those mental lapses with a young hockey team, plain and simple. At least three goals have been given up by the Jackets in all 12 of their road games this season. I know you were talking about some of their difficulties there on the road. Do you think that's just a weird coincidence that they struggle to play as well as they do at home or, you know, to the better level they play at home? Or is there something about this team when they get in front of the fifth line that just makes them play a little bit different? Well, I think the home crowds have been sensational. And listen, I travel and not to patronize Columbus Blue Jacket fans in the fifth line, but this crowd on a nightly basis at Nationwide Arena is as good, if not better, than the majority of teams in the National Hockey League in the buildings that they get to play. And I think with a young team and the encouragement that the fans have given them on a nightly basis, it has an effect on the team. Absolutely. Name-dropping with Jeff Rimmer here on The Fan. You've seen not every team in the league, of course, up to this point, but... A lot of different teams on this schedule. The Leafs were one of the teams coming into this game last night that have played some really, really good hockey. Are they the most talented team you've seen so far? Funny you say that, because I was thinking uh, on the plane trip home last night uh, from Toronto and thinking about it again today. They also were missing a couple of skilled guys. Uh, Well, one in particular, uh, Mitch Marner. But uh, they lost the services of, of really a heart and soul player in Jason Spezza, who's been suspended for six games for a knee uh, to the head of Pionk of the Winnipeg Jets. And that was in retaliation for uh, one of their own players uh, going knee on knee by uh, Pionk. Yeah, I think that the Toronto uh, Maple Leafs are perhaps uh, as good as any team in the National Hockey League and better than most. Their issue uh they can't win a playoff series. Five consecutive years they've got gone out in the playoffs. But when you see an Austin Matthews, when you see the goaltender, uh, Campbell, who uh, is one of the best in, in the league, you look at his numbers, and then you look at a, a Morgan Riley who picked up four assists last night, they are a very talented team. They've got John Tavares, their captain. Yes, I think uh, they're probably the best team that we've seen so far this season, to answer your question. Something I noticed, remember, the other night at Nationwide, getting to see the Jackets you know, in person. You know, Elvis is a talented goalkeeper, and he's obviously got a bright future ahead of him, and future is hopefully now as well in some aspects. But I noticed that there was a couple times where, 
you know, the, we, we've seen the difficulty the Jackets have sometimes getting out of their own end. And sometimes when they get in the offensive zone, it's important to stay there. And, and there was one play in particular where a turnover happened right at center ice. And I heard a big thwack and I look over and Elvis had just smacked his stick on, you know, the post. And then, of course, he's getting in position and taking on the onslaught from, you know, what had been led up by his defense. Do you get the sense that there's a growing frustration a little bit from him at some of this play that we've seen in front of him this year? No, that would be showing up your teammates. Absolutely not. I just think it's a, a function of the way that uh, Elvis operates. No, not at all. Uh, you'd never want to show up your teammates. In fact, uh, that's uh, that's a no-no in, in the National Hockey League. I just think it's it's him getting ready and uh, uh, him focusing on, on what's coming his way. has nothing to do with the turnover, believe me. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer brought to you by Buyers Imports by the Airport. Would you like to talk about your friends? Always willing to talk about the boys at Buyers, and I have not been at Buyers by the Airport uh, for a few weeks now. This schedule is just incredible. Give the give the Blue Jackets uh, players a, a, a great deal of credit, particularly the young guys. Uh, we will now be heading out after the game tomorrow night against Anaheim and Sonny Milano, by the way. We'll be heading west to Seattle and then uh, Western Canada. And uh, it's the third trip, third extended trip that we're making here over the last uh, several weeks. And in fact, this is a long road trip, five games over 11 nights, and probably the longest uh, road trip that I can recall here for the good, oh, I'd say the better part of the last 10 or 11 seasons. So, uh, yeah, I haven't had a chance to get to buyers by the airport. And, uh, from and what that I was a long that was a long way around to get where you were going, man. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. Well, I just I just wanted to say that I haven't had a chance to get out there because I want to get out there and see all the new uh, 2022s. The new cars are are coming in daily, be it an Audi or a Porsche, Subarus. I suggest you get out there and take a look for yourself. Uh, who's your name dropping this week? Like I don't already know. Well, f- why don't you tell the story? I mean, I texted you. Uh, minutes after I got off the air, I went down to meet Jody. We were going out for stone crabs in Dallas. Must be nice. You know what? Park. Dallas known for their stone crabs, too. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's a restaurant. I'll mention the restaurant. Maybe I can get dinner next time I get to Dallas. But uh, True Lux has stone crabs from Florida. I don't get to Florida. I don't get to Florida. You, so li- you, live, you live in Florida <laughs> in the off season. You go to Dallas to eat stone crabs. <laughs> well, wait a second. The stone crab season ends I got before it. I get back. I understand. Okay? All right. Okay. All right. All right. Anyway, so I go down to meet him, and he's sitting there with uh, uh, Manny Legacy, our goaltending coach, Elvis and uh, Corpus Allos, and, and, and now Tarasov's uh, goaltending coach. So I sat down, and, and we had a drink. Uh, you'll recall last week I'd mentioned that I went over to the Crescent Hotel, which is just across the street, and that's where he's got an office, Jerry Jones, let's mention him, owner of the Dallas Cowboys. And, of course, I went to Starbucks over there and didn't bump into him. So I walked down after I complete last week's uh, name dropping, walk in there, and no sooner do I sit down, who walks in with uh, a lovely young lady but Jerry Jones. And why are you laughing? Nothing. This is the, the lovely young lady. How old, how old was yeah. the young lady? What do you think? Well, she wasn't that young, if you want to know the truth. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if it was his wife, uh, his girlfriend, an acquaintance. Remember, the next night they were playing in New Orleans. So uh, I'm sure that either later that night or later that evening or, or on Thursday, he was heading for the Thursday night game. 
to New Orleans as uh, the Saints were uh, were hosting the Cowboys. They probably had to get to so, the airport early, get through TSA right, and so, baggage claim. So You're is right. the name of the segment "People I Saw" with Jeff Rimmer? No, no, did you no, did you talk to him? Hang on. Well, hang on, let me get to it. Don't interrupt. All right. So we're sitting there, and I said to Jody, "I'm going to go over and uh, talk to him." I said, "I just finished doing name dropping," and he started laughing and said, "Yeah, go over there and have a conversation." So uh, I walk over. And uh, he looks at me and, you know, it's oh, kind of familiar guy. But he continues talking to the young lady or middle-aged lady, whatever she was. And uh, I, what I wanted to do was get a picture for you guys and send the picture. And I said to Jody, Jody, come on, let's go. We'll get a picture. Jody said, no, I think you should get the picture and send it to my guys. But uh, anyway, he was in deep conversation. And at that point, I didn't want to interrupt. So he just, he just he looked at you? And ignored yeah. you completely. He did not. He ignored. Th- this is the best story I've ever heard. He looked at you and said, I have no room for this guy in my life. Uh, anyway, I-, I left. We went for dinner. And I Man, you just tur- and- you turned around and took that walk of shame, didn't you? You walked right no, up no, to him. No, no. You had a smile on your face. Hello? And then he didn't even pay you any mind. You walked right away. Listen, when when there are people, be they athletes or, or, you know, I mean, anybody in a walk of life, you don't want to interrupt a conversation that's deep or you don't want to interrupt them having dinner. I thought I'd be respectful. Jody said you made the right call. I know I made the right call. Fact of the matter is, uh, when I got back after dinner, walked back into the bar and Manny's still there. And Manny said, oh, yeah, I had a conversation with him. I bought him a drink and uh, we had a great time. He talked about the Blue Jackets and. Anyway, Maddie's best friends with him now. So Danny Legacy made the friendship, and uh, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to talk to him. All right. Thank you, Rimmer. We'll talk to you next week. I look forward to it. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Man, Systems Fan Guest Hotline. If, if, if the NHL had a team in Orlando, we would for sure have gotten a... I saw Bill Clinton in the Hall of Presidents. Like, it would just be... I, I was speaking with my good friend, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Well, he was miming. I was speaking. Mickey talks at Disney World. How dare you? There's a lot of talking. He Mickey does talk. Oh, Mickey? yeah. I it's crazy. I didn't know that. They're, they know what they're doing over there. Okay. Uh, what's next? Oh, back page is next. Thank God the show's almost over. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident on I-71 southbound at Route 161. It is still causing some slowdowns in that area as they try to get things cleaned up. You'll also find an accident on King Avenue at Owentangy River Road. Traffic is still slow here as well as traffic continues to build. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour, the fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man. 
Happy holidays. Hello. I happy holidays. Hop, happy holidays. Well, it's holiday season. Yeah, sure. We're in mid-December. Yeah, it's, it's the 8th, though. It's mid-December. I know, but usually. Early December? Oh, you got Hanukkah just ended, right? Yeah. I want to say. That's so a holiday. Happy holidays. Yeah. Is that the Jackets game? They actually did uh, lighting of the menorah at the Jackets game. They lit the game. menorah? Yep. They sure did. Had did a little they, ceremony they, uh, after a goal. Did they sound no. like the menorah? <laughs> <laughs> he did not do that. It was very Anthony respectful. Was very shouts cool. that out over the loudspeaker. <laughs> Light <Whoa>. the menorah. <laughs> Who was that? Grover. That was supposed Light to be Schlegel. Schlegel is what he said. That was, that was your Al Pacino. Hey, hi, hey, Al Pacino uh, here. Uh, <laughs> Oh, God. Good How's work. Schlegel doing? You talk to him? <laughs> no, I have not talked to Schlegel in a while. I think he still pops on Morning Juice. Does he yeah, not? I believe once so. Once every few weeks, maybe? Once every other week or something. Yeah, yeah he's talking about how great so. that season's going down in Jacksonville. Two and ten. Yep. I got to send my guy a text. He's my guy. Schlegel's I do like a good it, yeah. dude. Good dude. I told you how I creeped out at him at our kids' baseball game back in the summer. Oh, yeah, right, where you saw him, but then... <laughs> I didn't, sent the text. You sent a yeah. text, but did not like go over and be Why? like, Hi, I work with you. Well, I was hello. Gonna, I was going to say hello you to know, him. You know him. I know I do. I was having fun with him, and he thought it was funny. So it worked. Well, that's good. I said, hey, buddy, how's the baseball game? That that's, is that's, that's, that's creepy. super creepy. That's, yeah, creepy. that's not that's creepy. fun. That's creepy. He looked, he looked. He looked at the phone and he like turned his jerked his head around. And I was just <laughs> the right text there. was it's, coming hey. from inside the house. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right, what's right. coming up on the Buckeye show tonight? Uh, me and Chops will keep you company for an hour. We got Buckeye basketball tonight. They tip off at nine o'clock. Chris Holtman loves. Nine o'clock tips, just like Mark Turgeon does. He's not there anymore. Mm. Yeah, Towson game. We'll get you ready for that. We still got to talk about this Jim Knowles hire. More to get to there. Dave Holmes will pop in the studio. And some effects on the recruiting trail. A uh, a big fish reclassified. So we'll talk about that as well. Before you get going with the rest of this and then we go to back page, we do need to pause and say that, did you know, Mike, that Timmy Hall has a Towson alum oh yeah we got a Towson was, connection was a member of his family and ties played, everywhere played on the JV squad many many moons ago I posted a photo of a program from 1950 on my Twitter account last night my pop-pop played basketball at Towson oh pop-pop yep yeah. pop-pop played at Towson is this the one who sings everything yes yep. all right that's the guy making yep. the breakfast yep. oh having the pancakes gonna <laughs> fry some bacon so this dude played yeah. college basketball sings when he cooks yep steel mill guy his whole career he left school early but back then if you had any college experience They'd give you a pretty good job offer. Right, sure. So he left, joined Bethlehem Steel, and the rest was history. Look at that. That was it. They moved to Indiana. And Must be nice to have story. a grandfather that went to college. Well, for Must one or two years. be nice. be nice to have athletic <laughs> talent running the family. Yeah. Right. And, got, and it got down. worse and worse <laughs> as the Halls moved on. Yeah, because I didn't play any ball. Your dad, my dad, your dad was, was a, a high school baller, right? Very he good high school player. Played on the scout team at Purdue. Never dressed. Oh, see? Practice player. And then that. I did nothing. Never made a varsity team in high school. Well, you should have said, Dad, if you wouldn't move me all over the place, maybe I could have established <laughs> myself in a system. Your dad played on the scout team at Purdue? He did in the late 70s. That's very good. The uh, Joe Barry Carroll teams. All right. Yep. Guy had some. He has some basketball lineage he going on He was there 76 here. to 80. Yeah. And what a disappointment you are. <laughs> I, right? Yeah. You're beating me in Papa Shot. That's your it's, basketball uh, acumen. I, I go home and I. it's just a dark hole yes, every night. It is. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, Buckeye <laughs> Show is coming up top of the hour right here on The Fan. Back page. 
The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Um, Oh, thank you. Uh, New research from the University of East Anglia reveals how our immune cells use the body's fat stores to fight infection. Oh, This research, published today in the journal Nature Communications, could help develop new approaches to treating people with bacterial infections. The research team said they studied salmonella, bacterial infection, which causes tons of bad things like diarrhea, vomiting, etc. They collaborated with various institutes to look at the response and to track fatty acid movement and consumption in live stem cells. They went on to analyze the immune response, blah, blah, blah. Point being, they do think that there is something to the idea of fat stores and fatty acids mm. helping if you get a bacterial infection. What now, about the lipids? What about the fatty there's, lipids? I didn't, there's no lipid talk in this article that I've, gotten to, that I've gotten to okay, yet. Okay. There may be more yeah. if you were to open the entire report. I bet they went through lipids. Lipids. What secret, do you think they call the that in the, in the laboratory? Because they probably don't say acids and lipids. No, I'm sure they probably they say, hey, you got any acids and lips? Lips. Yep. <laughs> the lips that no one is. Yeah, are you? The scientists are not shorting me. This, come on, hey Tony, where's the labs hey, on the lips? Pass the ass and lips. They're not hockey players, but they have to shorten everything. They can just say like, "Did you? Yes, they did are. you finish that? Did you complete your research on the lipids? Why, yes, I did, Doctor. Yes, so-and-so. that's Thank how they you. all talk to each other. Why that's not? Right. That's right. Why would they concur? do that? Yeah, yes. Doctor Nayara Berzara said our results allow us to understand how our immune system uses fat to fuel the response to infection. All right, so fat is good. That's right, baby. Be fat, have an erection. Keep going. You are just stuck on that one part of <laughs> well, the health. That's a pretty significant thing. You take Viagra, you have a 70% less chance of getting Alzheimer's? You're right. That is that's pretty significant. That's front page news. I'm, I'm, no I'm going to go get some tonight just I'm just saying, you, you walk around in public with a stiffy. That's making a statement <laughs> that you're doing <laughs> something for your health. At what age do we need to start doing that? Like, when's the you age we need to? You should be doing it now. To- <laughs> I don't know. It will be maybe it, when I'm 55. It but. will be creepy though if somebody walks up to you and that's their situation. They look you dead in the eye and they go, "I remember that guy." And you're like, "Okay, uh, Mister, I got it. You don't have Alzheimer's. Leave me alone. Him. This is weird." Just for you two. <laughs> yep, it's what the show's about. Inside jokes nobody gets. <laughs> Buckeye show, top of the hour. Inside edge, seven o'clock. Fan warm up. Buckeyes in Towson at eight. Timmy sells his sweater at 9. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from I-71 southbound at Route 161. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. And you'll find some ramp restrictions. A disabled vehicle on the ramp to northbound I-71 from eastbound 670. ODOT crews are on scene. Watch out for heavy backups. Traffic report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. 
Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I I didn't take these pills every single day. I've been taking the Propecia pills, or whatever the generic is called now, yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt I on it. Should. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I... You can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just... Stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I know, I know I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because oh, it's just fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy good. Right I don't, don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate so good alright a special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet come back for more podcast and again the podcast is sponsored by our friends cause they pay us care heating and cooling call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust stop listening now the podcast is over turn it off go do something 